experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanaseyo Pokusakodye. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual Prompt. Lift your two hands. The prayer aspect of our quest to have a very happy life and marriage and relationship. Amen. You want to pray? I hear Pastor Albert was giving you very powerful prayer point. That is the wisdom aspect of your life. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says when you lack wisdom, you can ask from God and God will give you wisdom. You see, when you read the Bible, the Bible talks about different kinds of wisdom. King James wrote that he talks about wisdom that is but wisdom that is devilish. It's a, it's a kind of wisdom but the source is demonic. Yes, sir. And there's a wisdom that is sensual. But the Bible talks about divine wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is from above. He said if anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask God. Yes. So there is a place to receive wisdom. Amen. And let me tell you something. You can never have in a successful relationship with that divine wisdom. Mm. It's yes. not possible. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. You are either making wise decisions or foolish decisions. Mm. I pursue wisdom because when I look back, I realize that no, the foolish decisions are too much. Mm. Amen. Amen. Wisdom can let you, let you marry a cockroach. Hey. Amen. Lack of wisdom, I'm putting a better can let you marry a cockroach. And the application of it is very crucial. Because listen, when you disconnect wisdom from the fear of God, you will still make stupid decisions. Mm. Mm. And if you tell me, if you don't believe what I'm telling you, go and ask Solomon. Wow. Hmm? Have you seen how powerful anything God gives you to help you can harm you? What is the purpose of a woman in a man's life? One of the things is that I'll give you a help meet. Mm. Mm? Yes, sir. But anything in excess and overdose is dangerous. Eish. Whichever way you look at it from. Mm. In my estimation, I don't know how he did it, but the power God put in a woman, it doesn't permit us to have two. Mm. It's mm. too much high voltage. Eish. I don't even think the women know the power they carry. Mm, mm. I don't think. And the wisdom is that if they don't know, they can misapply it. Yes, sir. So it's important for all these women stand here. I'm telling you, women have brought nations to a standstill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Standstill. Yes, standstill. Most of the president in the world, it's not them that rule. Yes. But one of the things I want to tell us, I studied this Bible, I realized that God give women I mean, I don't know what it is. I, 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 I don't want to call that in favor. It's, it's a kind of power that I don't know what it is. In fact, you see, when I look at the Solomon's wisdom, the Bible used one way, and his wife turned his heart. You see, they turned his heart from the Lord. But when we begin, the Bible says, Solomon loved the Lord. So a woman can take you out of the love of God. Wow. If that is so, then you have to be careful as a woman. That one, when I meet a woman, to tell
tell you that. You can even stop a man from doing what God has called him to do. You may do it with your own justification why you think you have to do it. But it is fighting God's way. And it's all over the Bible. I mean, Sarah was fighting the will of God. Because as far as he's concerned, it's not about the will of God. I must get a baby cry in this house. And whether it's me or not, I must have, because you see, the, 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 the lack of wisdom is that if Hagar gives birth, she will be carrying the child walking around as if it's his child. Because those days, the law is that if you have a slave and a slave giver, the, the, the baby is for the master. But look at it. When Sarah gave, conceived, Hagar conceived, it was not long, she also conceived. It took about 17 years thereabout. And then, the same woman that created the problem says, suck the boy. <laughs> this is what I'm going to teach you when I gather you here that you have to grow beyond your emotions. You are naturally you are naturally and the way God created you, you are wired by emotions. But you can grow. You see, I study a lot of things from mommy and it helped me. One day God told me that there is something your wife had that you have to study. When you put me and her around, I am more emotional than her. The way I will react about something, she will be very calm about it. And one of the strengths I, I realize she has is that even if she's angry, she won't talk. Me when I'm angry, I talk. <laughs> because I have to talk. But she will never talk. And that is why I came out with the quote that silence cannot be misquoted. That quote, I, I pick it from here. Because one day I was talking, talking, talking about something I was offended. When I offended, the Lord told me that I'm going to judge you for what has happened. I said, she did it. He said, what did he say? And the Lord gave me a scripture and said, be angry and say not. Both of you are angry, but you have seen because of your excessive talking. So anger is not a sin, but your action. And the action is talk. Because where's her spirit? One of the greatest blessings you can get in life is ability to control your tongue. That is why God doesn't talk, oh Lord, speak to me. How many of you have prayed that God should speak to you? Lord, speak. Have you said that he didn't mind you? <laughs> ah, I'll show you the reason why he didn't mind you. No. Lord, speak. Oh, I want to hear this. No. Because I'll show you one law. Let me tell you something. The reason why God doesn't talk anyhow. When anything comes out of God's mouth, it becomes a universal law. <laughs> Since the sixth book that came out of his mouth, it has become a law. The Bible says, Holy men wrote it as they were inspired by the Holy Ghost. Holy men wrote it. That one is not, it's not right. The Bible says, All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God and they are profitable. So, whatever it is, God inspired man. If I tell this man, say, Ah, and he say, Ah, B, and he say, B, he's saying it, but I'm the one putting it in his mouth. So that's what becomes the word of God. Amen. Amen.
Because God can put words in your mouth to speak. Amen. How do I know that? You make a donkey speak who does not learn letters. Those are everything the donkey was speaking. The donkey has never spoken. He's not supposed to speak. But God, the Bible says, God opened the mouth of the donkey, the axe, and he spoke. It means that God can even speak through a donkey. Am I communicating at all? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say wisdom. wisdom. We are going to pray shortly for wisdom. And pray seriously. Don't just be a man, pray it. Pray with your understanding. Pray. Some of you need wisdom to handle your husband. Wisdom to handle your wife. Wisdom to court. How do I court with wisdom? Amen. Wisdom to live with a man. Wisdom. I'm going to tell you some powerful things as we go. One of the things I don't want you to take the things I'm teaching you for granted is I'm teaching you things that I learned it by pay. Because I, because I never got anybody to tell me what you are telling me. What, sorry, what I'm telling you. I have to learn it by rough edge. Because experience is not always a good teacher. It can be a bad undertaker. It depends on what you experience. So you have to experience, you call it a good teacher, but somebody's experience didn't teach him anything. He buried him. So there are some quotes you quote, uh, it's not accurate as we are talking about. Experience is not always a good teacher. It depends because you might not even come back to tell the story. Unless God help you. Am I, am I talking to somebody here today? So don't take it for granted at all. Because for the rest of your life, you will deal with relationship. It's the most difficult thing. That is the reason why all your struggles in life is about that. The day you were born and you came back on a bam, relationship started. When you were making your mark, bah, 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 you were looking for a breast to, to suck. And it started from there. And as you grow, you deal with your father, you deal with your mom, you deal with your brothers, you deal with your sisters. Then you end up to school. Right from Christ and next, you start dealing with people. Who is your teacher? Who are the children in school? Remember the first child that hit you, you hit the child. That was your first. All of us don't remember our first fight, but we fought. Maybe it started at home. Then you keep going, 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 and you meet many people. If you are not lucky, then God call you like me. And then you are dealing with, do you know the people have dealt with in this world? Relations, some of them has gone. Later they come. Some leave you. There are people you used to be close at a point in your life. You don't meet them again. You cannot explain why you have parted, but you have parted. Oh yeah, people you have, I mean, I mean relationship, those who broke your heart. The guy that promised you marry you, fire that and drop all the things. Everybody has something that he's dealing with. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are some people you meet that you greet them say, it's saying, it's saying. Yeah. Because the moment you see them, you remember some things. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. I remember one day I met one of my girlfriends at school. Then we, we, I was preaching. So I guess, hey, Nana. Oh, so you are preaching. I was shocked. I said, I'm, I'm a man of God. Oh, I'm a young man. This is many years ago. I said, hey, I, can't you see I'm laying hands? He said, yeah, come and lay hands on me. That's why I saw that. Hey, your testimonial can have some. Wow. From that, I pray that this guy will not see her again for the rest of the life. And by the grace of God, I've never met her again. <laughs> One day I was in America. Then I had a call. When I pick it, he said, 
Do you know who is talking? I said, who is that? This prophet Anna. He mentioned, he said, prophet Anna. I'm, I'm telling you what I'm talking to. Don't mention prophet. I said, who is that? Then I call it's me. I'm coming to a meeting. I'm like, I said, don't come here. Hallelujah. Is there? There are some of them you are working with your husband, you meet them, you pretend you don't know them. Because your husband doesn't know, oh, how are you? Uh, how are you? I'd say, hey, why are you so? I'd say, be very fine. Okay, let me shout. So, how about who is that? So, no, you should be a baller man. <laughs> no, we are di different levels for the rest of your life. Some of them has brought us pain. Some, <laughs> Some two has brought us joy. Yeah, different things. That's what we did. Even Jesus came. I'm telling you, I was there. One day, God gave me a revelation about Jesus. Jesus' relationship was with many. She has the world. She has Israel. She has the multitude because not everybody in Israel was listening to him. But he said, I've called, I'm called for the lost sheep of the sons of Israel. But they didn't mind him. So the world, for God so loved the world. So he had a relationship with the world. He has a relationship with Israel alone. He has a relationship with the multitudes. He has a relationship with the 70. He has a relationship with the 12. He has a relationship with Peter, James, and John. Then he has a relationship with beloved apostle John people jesus relate to everybody different there are some things only john know there are some things only peter james and john experiencing the rest of the disciples cannot tell the transfiguration story except three if you don't let the more you grow in relationship the safer it is so this kind of conference you can't take it for granted it doesn't end if you meet a guy and the guy says i'll marry you agree Another dimension of relationship we are going to deal with his mother, his father, his brothers, his sisters. Some will like you, some will not like you. It's, 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 it's unending. Whilst you are dealing with your in-laws, you go and marry a pastor, then you start dealing with congregation. You have never thought of what I'm teaching you. You have never. Some people don't even think it's necessary. No. Uh, some churches say they should preach relationship only for the whole year. Me, I, I'm a revivalist. I do this thing by the grace of God. But I don't think, uh, maybe the, the vacuum because somebody is not feeling it, God has to sometimes branch you somewhere to add something to what you are doing. But this thing say, there are conferences that must be done regularly. Because sometimes we behave the way we behave because we don't know what to do. We lack knowledge. If you don't know, you don't know. Your, your actions are a result of ignorance. That's the bottom line. If you know better, you behave better. Yeah. The greatest power now is the power of information. It's everywhere. If you look at it, the Bible says, knowledge will abound as, a, as the waters cover the sea. It says in the end, one of the signs of the end times, knowledge will abound. So we are dealing with a place that you cannot walk around. I remember uh, when I went to America, I started traveling to America. One thing I learned, I said, this country is dangerous to live here and be ignorant. Yes. You cannot live in a system and you say you don't know. It will cost you too much. Yeah. No, too much. You must know the system and how it works. 
It's a system that nothing is free. I'm telling you, if you don't have money in your account, you go to America and draw ATM, it will give you. The ATM will give you, you'll be happy. You'll come and share testimony at church. It happened to me. Wow. When I went there, I didn't know the balance and I pulled the money and it came. Then he gave me that deficit. He said, something, something. You have over, you have oh, overdraft, say overdraw, something. I said, wow, this ATM can give because where I come from, it, it, it would have rejected my car. <laughs> so I said, wow. Then I went there and I told them that, I'm, I'm telling you, that I told a friend, I said, do you know, the anointing of God is opening doors for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, they can study and see the steadily how money comes to your account. So when they study, they can calculate and give it to you. So everybody they did. Then somebody want to send me money to put it in my account. Hey. <laughs> and I, I came back to Ghana. By the time I went there, if I took around 200, they've taken over 1,000 something. Not knowing the money that they take. I didn't pay for some time, but somebody sent me money. They've calculated with interest. So from that time, every time there's an interest hidden on it. I put the money, boom, they took those days, they took around 800. I went to the bar, said, hey, is that what people be here? I was shouting, they said, shh, keep quiet. Where do you come from? Because <laughs> <laughs> they could see that I don't live in America. My accent showed that, that this guy needs a counselor. <laughs> yeah, the bank manager began to tell, say, hey, if you want to come to this country, you got to know the system. Sometimes you are going to buy something, they say, well, we can give you some time. Get a credit card free. Yeah. The way they present it, it looks very nice. Say so you can spend, spend. <laughs> no, it is no good to be ignorant. All the things, you see, if I didn't mention, some of you don't know that, you are going to deep relationship the rest of your life. When you are going to marry and you say the invitation, say, everybody you give the invitation, you are inviting to the marriage. That one is another dimension I'll preach to you. You are partner with them in the marriage. So let me show you something about Nigeria. There's a tribe in Nigeria, they highly divorce. They've made that thing like, <laughs> I don't know how to use, what word should I use? Like, you know, the traditional belief. When they are doing engagement, there is a number of people you brought. They say that when you are divorced, you have to bring them back. And they believe that if you don't bring them back, you stop the marriage, you are cursed. So I asked, what about those who are there? They said, go to cemetery and bring them. <laughs> so highly did they divorce. Yeah, that's a, it's a cultural thing. Traditional, they, they, it, it, it just hit on them. If they become Christian, they are careful with it. I'm telling you. One of the, do I call it character or do I call it behavior of Ghana and especially Africa, don't don't let our business help is that a lot of people are not nice in do, doing business poor customer service that's a way you go to america it's a strong system they will tell you the customer is always right if you report somebody will send the person right now you let me show you something check the lebanese people in this country go to their shop and see how nice i have some of them because I buy a lot of things from them. One day I went to their shop in Sprinters. The whole place came to a stand. Everybody was around me. Nana, they, 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 they are speaking. Hey, 
Hey, Ahmed, assalamu alaikum. They all run. One man came and said, Who are you that all these people have left us and they are just around us? Oh, they are my friends. He said, Wow, because you came, everybody is following you. But they are just nice. And some, some of your business people are talking, you don't even mind them. It's true. Tell your neighbor for the rest of life, for the rest of your life, you deal with me. Tell the person you deal with me. And tell the person, I'm very cantankerous, so you better learn. Oh, she hmm. The only place you go alone is a cemetery. No disturbances. <laughs> but apart from that, everywhere and people have never thought about it so when you improve your relationship you improve your life Amen. when you gain knowledge it's powerful the wisdom that will come from that anger the lord help me dealing with different people you can meet people that are going to change your destiny and you drive them away The sensitivity in that area. You might not know they are the one God has sent. Apostle Paul warned us. He said, entertain visitors. That's because sometimes you have to walk in the streets and say, why are you here? I'm saying, let's go home and sleep. <laughs> By discernment. No. I told you about Genesis chapter 18, the way Abraham invited three men to come and eat. They were angelic, they are supernatural beings who was taking human form. They have come. Because an angel can take a human form and come and sit in this church. You can sit by somebody, but it's an angel. I told you a man of God that was going to preach is in London or France and God lost. So he was sitting in the train and the train has a certain stop. I think he was dozy. So when the thing came, he stopped and it was a power pack program. So they said that there's so much traffic that the best way to come is a train. So the people were waiting for him to, to pick, to, to meet him, stop at this point at the train station. And it, I think it's a walking distance to wherever the convention center they were doing the program. He dozed off and, 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 and the train was going. He has passed, but he thought he has never reached. So let's say the train is going to, let's say, let's say Accra. He's supposed to stop at Ponjonsi. Now he's somewhere at Tetakwasi. But because you don't know the area, he thought he have not reached. So he's still looking at. Huh? She got to a place, and then he uh, uh, she got to a place, and then something happened, and then the moment um, the plane stopped, the door opened, the train stopped, the door opened, and then uh, a gentleman walked into the uh, the plane and said, "Oh, sorry." He said, "Sir, are you the one?" Uh, you are the one who is coming to preach. I said, oh, sorry. Say, we have to take this plane. We have mixed our joints so that we go to the nest. Because we didn't give you the right. Are you sure? Who are you? So, I'm from the church. So, they took another train. They have to turn back. So, he has mixed about two joints. So, the next train took them. When they got there, there were other guys waiting. And then, so they collected his bag. And the man said, we have to stop here. So, he's turning and said, what about the man who... He said, I didn't know I passed. The man he said, no. Nobody. We didn't pass. Up to today, we don't know that person... Who turned him down? So realize it was an angel. It was an angel. 
you an angel just took they say man go you are late what happens ah you're one of your guys uh, i think he said he was in the train you i think he mixed so he, he, he met me at the chance wait guys he said somebody said no wait, that would have been possible he was telling the guy was holding his back he just gave the bag to the other guy. He said, the one who gave you the bag. He said, yeah, somebody gave me the bag. But I thought maybe it was help. He said, no. What is, they all find they couldn't find. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Lift up your and say, Father, Father. Give, me give me wisdom. To handle. To handle. Any relationship, any relationship, you bring my way. You bring my for way. the rest of my life. For the rest of Open your mouth and pray for that wisdom. Up I want to say something very strong, and I want you to write it down. If possible, write all of them in capital letters. And I don't want you to forget this statement. I wish I can get it in small car and put it. You put it by your bedside if you are married or unmarried, huh? and sometimes it can be a statement you have ever heard before but today i want you to hear it with the year of your spirit huh? and i want you to take it very serious how many of you are married here give me a wave god bless you put your hands how many of you are not married this statement affects everybody whether you are already in it or you are here to enter into it write it it's not a long statement hmm? it's not going to be very long i'm leaving you in suspense so that your spirit man will open and i want to tell you something that god told me whilst i was preparing to do my wedding and probably i've never told you before take this statement light and don't treat it like one of those things you hear you throw it away if you understand the statement i'm going to ask you to write down you'll be very serious write this thing marriage is not an experiment i was going to marry this is what god told me especially those of you who are here single it's not an experiment now this is one key or this is one point to the reason for the divorce in our generation many go to it you might not thought about it or that may not be your mindset but consciously or unconsciously you were trying to experiment it your way the process you were going through it shows that you are just experimenting people who are experimenting make statement like if you are disturbing me I'll go back to my mother's house I will not sit down for a man to just walk on me. I will not sit down for a woman. You are experimenting it. Marriage is not an experiment. If you believe it's not an experiment, you go into it with seriousness. I have about 30 of them, but let me give you some few ones. Amen. Kingdom keys that bring happier marriage. After that, I'll bring you to the, the seven things, what I call seven dimensions of love. Huh? The reason marriage is not an experiment is that it's God's idea. Marriage is who idea? It's not your grandmother's idea. 
It's not your pastor's idea. Marriage is whose idea? It's God's idea. So, to make it work, you must be connected to the one who is the founder of it. Number one, God designed marriage for the celebration of love. Today, we go to write a lot of things down. That's number one. It's a divine design for the celebration of love. Hallelujah. It is God's idea. Mm. So then, you must recognize the importance of God's place in your marriage. God's place, you must recognize that the importance of the place of God in the marriage. Number two, most of the marriages, I wish I have, I wish I have a body. Have you seen a triangle? Huh? Do you know the figure called triangle? It goes like this. Huh? They talk something about a three-four cord is not easily broken. Have you noticed it? I'm talking to you about the father is God's idea. Now the thing is that it means that I am amazed about people who pray to get partners and stop praying after they've gotten there. I'm amazed. I'm amazed about the way people go down after they marry. Their love for God, their commitment. Listen, if you are serving God as a chorister, you should serve God more after you come. You become a wife or a husband. Most people use excuses like children, use excuses like whatever. Uh, I'm married. God will not give you anything that separates you from Him. That means that you have misunderstood what God gave it to you. There is, Jesus made some profound statement in the Bible. He said that anyone who cannot leave father, mother, wife, husband, so cannot be my disciple. It means that none of them must replace me or substitute me. Because marriage is God's idea, you must connect it to God to enjoy it. You cannot take God out of it. Amen. What I'm preaching, if you are not a child of God, we cannot. I thank God for the thing we learned yesterday. You cannot marry like an unbeliever. No. Your system, your idea, your knowledge to marry shouldn't be like someone who doesn't go to church. That is why I say don't go outside the presence and bring somebody from outside the presence. It's better to stay in the presence single than bringing somebody from outside the presence. You will still not end well. I promise you that. Amen. Amen. The laws of marriage will not make it work. Most of the things we live around is governed by laws. Principles, principles, principles. A principle is an established law. So if I jump on a story building, I'll break my leg. Speaking in tongues because I've disobeyed gravity. And God put them there. So I can tell you this. The marriage that is strongly connected to God, that marriage will work. Amen. Amen. I can tell you emphatically that there are people who are going through stuff and they are still standing. And the reason is because there is something I learned. When I got married, I realized that even if you and your spouse have misunderstanding about something and you get into silence war, do you know silence war? Yes. 
the war has it happened to any couple here you are not ready to fight but you are not talking good morning how are you see that it's called silence war most time you come to church a message will be preached along the light to deal with how many of you since you follow me have come to church and i said something as if i was in your bedroom i really came there I saw you fight. That shows God's interest in the relationship. What about if you didn't attend church? What would have happened? No matter what did I tell you? Marriage is a divine design for what? Celebration of what? It is a divine plan for the reproduction of human race. So the only place God wants the human race to be reproduced is what? In what? Marriage. Marriage. So I'm giving you some reasons why. Hmm. Now, this is not what I call, it was not a human idea evolving from imaginations of lowly Adam or something. Are you getting it? Don't, don't think Adam was lowly. That is the reason why God, I've seen people preach and say Adam was lowly. It's not in the Bible. Huh? Are you getting it? <laughs> Another point you have to write down, it's an earthly picture. Of the spiritual union between the church and jesus christ it is the husband love your wife as christ love the church ah and because marriage is god idea god planned the marriage <laughs> this one is very strong what is it It is the earthly picture of a spiritual union between the church and Jesus Christ. Did you get that? It is the earthly picture of the spiritual union. Uh, earthly picture of the spiritual union between the church and Jesus Christ. Husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Amen. And that one I've already explained it to you. I told you that if you want to love your wife, you have to go and learn how Christ loved the church. I'm going somewhere. Follow me. Amen. Tell your neighbor, God planned the marriage. God planned it. Tell somebody, God planned it. God planned it. <laughs> now, number two, I want to say this before I start running the commentary. Marriage is more than moral protection from the temptation of immorality. It's more than that. <clears throat> marriage is more than the moral protection from the temptation of immorality. <laughs> wow. Marriage is more than that. You can see it right from the beginning. What did I say? Marriage is what? It's more than moral protection from the temptation of what? Immorality. <laughs> Why? Because look at the plan. This guy is planning to get married to this one. Are you married, my dear? No. Okay, so I can use an example. Eh? This is Adam. This is Eve. Huh? The reason why it's more it's, it's, it's more than a moral protection from the temptation of immorality is because when God created this one and gave it to this one, other women did not exist. Those who catch it, they just make so when you go back to the source and learn from the foundation, the only woman around was called Eve. 
So right from the beginning, God painted the picture that you must know one woman. And you must know one man. That means that the moment you enter, let me tell you something. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you think. Adultery is dangerous. Spiritually. Most of the sufferings of people, it is that. Don't forget the point I gave to you. It is an example of the marriage between Christ and the church. That means that if Christ will not have another wife, then you shouldn't have another woman in addition to your wife. I can tell you this. The case on this continent, most of our suffering, the way sometimes the thing is straight, but we can't see it. The way sometimes we see that this thing must go this way, but we can't see it. There are two cases on this continent. Polygamy and idol worship. See now. If I have my way, I could have expanded it to you. This continent. God told me, as I preached patterns in the bloodline, Leviathan, I said, Lord, what is our problem? He said, polygamy. Idol worship. I tell you, there's a country in this world. If it's not idol worship, there will be superpower. Their country is called India. Intelligence, wisdom, understanding, sharpness. All American top doctors are Indians. There are things Indian doctors can do the whole world. No doctor can try it. My son is in school. I tell him, I say, try be first in it. I said, but daddy. There is an Indian, but I don't think he's a human being. He says he's a man. He's like a machine. He says he's the youngest boy in the class. 16 or so, he's in the university. He says he corrects professors. To tell the prof, this and I did the research, it was wrong. One professor said, you have to suck you from this class. He says he's an Indian boy. He came direct from Mumbai. But their sorrow should multiply who hasten after other gods. Check your Bible. Anytime God is punishing Israel without mercy and reservation, it has to do with idols. You thank God that you didn't go the way your great grandfather went. Give the Lord a clap of it. You have to praise God that He didn't want you. Anymore. Marriage is God's plan, it's God's idea. God planned it. So never deceive yourself around it that when I marry and then I'm free from lust. No, other women did not exist when Eve was there. So it's more, it's more than moral protection from the temptation of immorality. Marriage is more than that. It's more than that. Because other women did not exist when Adam and Eve joined together. It's more than the shift from potential enemies and those things. When Adam and Eve was there, no enemy was existing. No enemy existed. It's more than the shield from potential enemies. No enemy has yet appeared. Before Satan appeared in the garden, God has already said, it is no good for the man to be alone. Before Satan appeared, God said, it is no good for the man to be alone. That is before Satan appeared. Now write this one, I'll start going. How many of you want to marry? Really? How many of you are married already? Make your marriage the priority focus of your life. 
Powerful point. Make your marriage the priority focus of your life. I have never given people the right answers. But today I've given one. When people ask me, what is the secret? I have met pastors. I was in America recently. I was sitting there with a lot of pastors having um, dinner. Pastor Dan was there, so you understand what I'm talking about. Finished program, there's a big hole, probably the size of this room. And then we set buffets and things that pastors are eating. They were asking me questions. And I was answering them. One of them asked me, he said that, I came to Portis. I saw what God is doing with your life. I can see you preach different programs. Oh, the reverend should tell me something. He said, it's amazing. I don't get tired of listening to you. You always have something to say. He said, there's a place we don't have anything to say, but you there, you have something to say. And whatever you say, we have to listen. Because it's like a new thing. So one pastor asked me, what's the secret of these things? I hardly tell people that. I don't want to tell you that. And I will never do it. The secret of whatever you call. I don't think this is success. In my mindset. I don't want to call it because what looks successful to man might not be successful to God. So I'm very careful. But it's in man's point of view. People have a way of defining something. Amen. That means I have four cars and you have one. It sounds like I'm more successful than you. And it's accepted in the eyes of men. So what can I do to get four cars? There's nothing wrong to ask that question. He that walks with the wise shall be wise. A companion of fools shall be destroyed. Are you following me? So people ask me, I hardly, because if I tell you it's fasting, you go and fast and fast, you might not get the same results. So I don't want to do that. Amen. But I also know one thing, that this one, from the way I study the Bible and other examples and biographies and things I've read, if I'm going to be successful in life, I must make my marriage my primary focus of importance. Amen. Make your marriage your priority focus. The priority focus of your life. This is it. Who am I? I don't want to be referred as a prophet. I don't want to be referred as some kind of man of God. I want to be referred as a family man. I have told myself, Lord, I don't want to stand before you as a great preacher and a bad husband. And I promise you, honey, I'm seriously working at it. I have a very stable home. Nobody is giving the anybody a sense of concern. No. By the grace of God, I'm seeing my children grow. We are friends. We are together. We are a family that can stay indoors for one month and be talking. Priority. With all my busy schedules, I told you, since God called me, I have never used my busy schedule as an excuse to deny my wife of anything. If I have to finish a program and not sleep and do something for my family, I will still do it. Make your family the primary, the priority focus of your priority. 
And the reason is very simple. God started a family before he started the church. If you want to know God's idea for anything, go to the book of beginnings. In the garden of Eden, there was no church. God himself was the pastor. So when you make your family the priority focus of your life, your pastor is God. As long as there is a stable sound mind, in the cool of the day, you walk there and have fellowship. It is a mismatch and immaturity to make your job an excuse. Not to never marry. I told my wife earlier, I said, listen, I will marry you in a way that if God gives us opportunity to look for, to marry in the next world, you will come and find me. I told them, I said, me worry one with some wow. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, Google it. Just go to Google. Google our show. I have seen pastors who didn't make their family the priority focus. They crashed their ministry. One of my mentors, the, probably the most successful wealthy pastor in the world. He said, after 40 years or so, not the first tribe or the first argument. He used the word, hate-free marriage life. And he's super blessed. Hyper comfortable. If you don't make your, your family or your marriage your priority focus, you are heading towards a crash. It has crippled people's business by lack of revelation. They don't understand. It has strangled them. Be careful the doctrines you are hearing. Be careful. The greatest problem in your generation is everything is online. The good, the bad, and the ugly and the baller. They are all there. So some of you eat good food somewhere, then you go and contaminate yourself somewhere with another one. A mixture of things. If you don't have revelation, it's not every Christian book you must read. One of the most dangerous things are Christian literatures. Especially what they call motivational. Without spiritual content. Even if we come to the area of motivation, it is backed strongly by the Holy Spirit. We believe in it. That's the Papa is to say, I can't, I won't try this anywhere. To get down from a play with Calvin Pressure and come and preach. But I know Porter's atmosphere, I will never struggle. He said, I know. He said, yes, sir. He told me, I'm doing one hour. He almost did three hours. Make your marriage your priority focus of your life. I'm telling you, that is the secret of success. Pastor Matthew, why are they taking them? Okay. No, but there are still spaces here. There are a lot of spaces here. Tell them to push, push. Tell somebody push. If you don't have a big hips, push. And we can, you can even share one chair. Because some of you, you, by the grace of God, God cut some flesh away. And just make sure that. Because, 
I heard a pastor say that all people with hips is going to sack all of them from the church because number one, they are one who destroy the church. Number two, they put pressure on the church. Number three, they they make uh, they they they. It means I where two people must sit. Then it's them alone. I'm beginning to introduce our Lord here very soon. Amen. How can you marry? Leave your wife and go and look for food for seven years. Hey. I can't understand. These are sensitive things you cannot touch. No, no, listen. Nothing could have, like when I got married, then they said I should go to Abruchiri. And I'm, they have not seen mommy for, do you know since you are married, I have not separated from my wife for two weeks. I can't. There will never be a time we are not together for two weeks. The only time is when I was fasting. And even that one, it didn't start from the beginning. Along the line, God brought it. That my wife has traveled, I've traveled for one month. It's not possible. Because by the time I'm doing those fasting, I've lost even the, uh, you, you see, fasting, you lose appetite for sex. The sex appetite gone. The conventional the appetite the food appetite and that realm that realm if you have not come there you don't even understand what i'm talking about but when i finish the fast he's the first to come and pick me no if the thing is your priority focus he will not be separated with you for five years for what looking for what those people they still doesn't come with anything yes, yes, because yes. The, if the foundation is destroyed what can the righteous do if the foundation is destroyed what can the righteous do if the foundation is destroyed what can the righteous do you have already broken the first principle the rest will not work and nothing work. they will not they will be disturbing pastors but they don't know why they are struggling this is more spiritual I'm not too sure whether you enjoy this one because it's going to be a little bit strong. Make your marriage your priority focus of your life. Make I can overemphasize that one. So the moment you say you are caught in, you must make your mind decisions for life. So you cannot experiment it. It is your responsibility to create joy and happiness in the home. Enjoy life. Ah, life is easy if you get closer to God. It's easy. You understand this principle? Well, waste your time for nothing. Don't mix the foundation. Foundation cannot be <laughs> it cannot be renovated. foundation you might collapse the whole building are you going to take under it
foundation cannot be renovated. Once you get it wrong from the beginning, you must go and start over again. <laughs> because the foundation that determines the future of the superstructure. The future of the building is determined by the foundation. God says if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Now, in my estimation, I know as a man, I know as God's servant, I know by experience that a man, unless you live in a certain level of spirituality, you cannot live without sex. Now, all these impasses will not tell you. Do you know why I will not carry a secretary to a program? Because my experience after heavy ministration, you have appetite for sex. This is why I want to bring you here and tell you some things or you the ladies I want to tell you. They are pushing me to say, I know it. It might not happen. Maybe Pastor Beth is very holy. Pastor Martin don't know. But I mean, when I go to program. All this they won't tell you. Huh. I'm telling you. You finish anointing service, lay hands on 3,000 people. You come home. Now, then watch it. Most heavy preachers, you read their story, who fell? They fell after ministration. Go and read Jim Swaggart's book. Go and read Jim Baker's book. Sometimes mommy will tell me, I thought you were tired. I said, I'm not tired at all. I'm not tired. Yeah. The anointing is still inside of me. Yes, okay, I've yes, closed the yes, service. Yes, no. These are the things they won't tell you. So you see them. I have carried in Kunim as a singer to go and sing. I've left my wife at home. And meal. I finished ministry. Yeah. I am in hotel room 204. In Kunim is in 201. Yeah. I'll call her. her. Uh, go to the reception. I need fried egg. Wow. I'm telling you. Oh, daddy, let me change my dress because. Because I just changed my night tea. I was going to say, oh, just put out and bring it. No, I died. <laughs> At that time, let me, let me tell you, it might not be necessary sex, but let me tell you something. When you finish ministry, it's difficult to finish ministration and be alone. Every time you want people to be around. When you finish ministering to the people, that is when time Jesus drive them away, he stay with the disciples. He sent the multitude away, but the disciples must be around. So what is it? That is why when pastor's wife pass away or something, people encourage them to marry quickly. They encourage them to say marry quickly. Because these things, if we don't tell you, you understand. So you hear that a prophet went somewhere to do a program with somebody's wife. They, you know the stories you hear. Something happened, they slept together. A musician slept with this because after ministration, the right person was not there.
No, this thing is only your father, Prophet Anna will tell. Yes, 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 yes. No, no, other pastors, they will quote Greek. The, the, the Greek word after ministration is Parakratos Kutakratos. It's nonsense. I don't want to hear those things. I don't want to hear your Greek. I'm not a Greek. People are committing adultery. You are talking about Greek. Show me the steps not to get into this trouble. to be that you can't give what you do i'm telling you something i cannot make a doctrine out of it. it's an experience i am not saying that is everybody's experience but most time i have done it and once it crossed 60 percent it has to be given attention once it crosses a certain percentage it has to be given attention it's what it is no it's not that alone People have gone. It might be your CEO. He's gone to some conference. And after the conference, he has gone to give some presentation. After the presentation, something, this happens around. There are certain places you go. It's dangerous to be with the wrong person. This is what I call dangerous signposts. You have to give it that. I mean, don't, don't ignore it. If you are there and you feel for sex, if there is no demons inside, it's just a demands of the flesh. So as a man of God, if I feel, if I'm sitting down and sexual thought come to my mind after praying for two hours, no devil is trying to tempt me. This flesh has its own needs. And that's why you have ignored it. And all you know is, Handayama Koyaba, Oyo, Nonsense. Nobody is saying throw those things away. Nobody is saying don't pray. After prayer, what is? You are a spirit. You have a soul. Your soul and your spirit lives in a body. All the three have their demands. So the first thing you are doing, it is only servicing one part. That is the spirit. Outwardly we perish, but inwardly we are renewed. Oh... What is the demand of the second person? The soul. It has three persons. The mind, the, in, the will, and the intellect. That's how they call it. Now what? So this soul, this food is knowledge. Information. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you develop, develop the soul by learning. But this one, you give it food. And another thing is sex. When you are having sex, it's not your spirit. It's, it has a spiritual dimension, but spirits don't have sex. Spirits don't do it. And I don't care your spirituality. Have you ever thought why spiritual people get into immorality? Oh, this guy is an anointed person. What really happened? She was at the right place with the wrong person. They have knowledge. No boundaries. No. Tapping to most of them. No. You cannot go to track with your chief executive. His wife is not there. You are living in the same hotel. She knows your room. After presentation, living there alone. And call you to come and let's have a drink. And think that you come back the same. I love it. I love it. 
I love a guy who went to work somewhere. He's MD. Was a powerful woman, very powerful. And the guy was young. He's married. One day the, the, the MD invited him to come home for a dinner, and he went there. When he went there, Coco called. Oh, you, you, your boss. This is his boss. I mean, the guy is about seven, seven, seven at the at the rankings down there. This one is the Gakwata Gakwata. And then he opened the door. Hi, welcome. He was wearing a transparent. The guy told me, say, red brazier and red panties underwear. Uh, no, it's not royal. I think it was pink. Yeah, pinkish. And he said, oh, you, you welcome. And then it's oh madam, and say oh madam, excuse me. And then the daughter say, what's excuse me? And then she comes. She says, oh, sit down, just have a time. He said, oh, the dinner is ready, everything. Say oh madam, excuse me. So, uh, madam, excuse me. Can I go so that I dress well? And then he said, oh no no, I'm okay. Right here. Say, so some things I've been say, oh okay. Um, and he was he, he sat there. He was eating with that dress, and the guy was shivering. Yeah. So I remember my wife at home. And he said, Madam, because I'm married, he said, what has that to do with me? And, and when you came to my house, what were you expecting? No, but you think you were going down there to come to church and give us give a, a testimony. Reverend, <laughs> she said, those are your useless testimonies. <laughs> I think yesterday cry, he said. There is a way that seems right to a man. Not everything you call promotion is promotion. Some of them is a trap. You want to come to the top. Now MD loves me. Is that the way we love? No. I can never go. Even couple. We can come maybe one, two, three people who have forced us to come to their home for dinner. I can never go there without my wife. It will not come on. There was one like that. Mommy couldn't carry us somewhere. He said, Oh, please, mommy. It's not. But prof, you come. I said, No, it's not possible. It's not possible. <laughs> the restrictions on my boundaries, I it can easily offend you. And I don't care your offense. Many years ago, I came out to one point. Huh? If you're ready to obey God, you must be ready to offend men. Put it down. Now, listen, you cannot obey God and obey men at the same time. So, I am ready to offend you to obey God. And I don't care how the relationship cut, I don't care. Once I'm in the will of God, I don't care who I've lost. your priority focus a lot of you don't think about it should be more prior your to prioritize it it should be more important to you than your job it means that don't get a job that break your marriage it means that don't do something that is affecting your marriage don't make money when your wife is having nervous breakdown wow. it will come back and fight your destiny 
<laughs> not everybody can. Jesus said that when we was talking about uh, Matthew, that they say not all men can handle this. But if they also don't handle it, it will still come after them. The unfortunate thing about the African is that we have connected every solution to prayer. No, your wife is not happy that you are praying. What is sit down and think? What is not making her happy? It's not everything that the solution is a prayer. You don't bath, then you start hoyo baya, kola baya. It's not. It doesn't change anything. Huh? You cannot. It's not everything that the solution is prayer. It's not everything. It's not everything. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Kingdom planning. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. No. Every enterprise is built by wise planning. Enterprises, Jesus said, What man is he that built the tower and not sit down first and plan? So, God is a planner. <laughs> receive grace to practice the things I'm telling you. I say, Receive grace to practice the things I'm telling you. Number two, every African, listen to me. You must discern that Satan is the enemy to your marriage. You have to have that discernment don't ever deceive yourself it's not your mother-in-law the moment you start to marry your normal enemy satan is the 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 arch enemy of your marriage now look at it let me put it this way hmm. discern it all discern that discern it that is where your prayer life is very crucial coming by sure everything you solve it by prayer discern that satan is the enemy of to your marriage that means that the devil wish your marriage will not work Amen. Amen. Your home has an enemy. Your home has an enemy. Because anything good is despised by anything evil. Anything good will be despised by anything evil. Now, can you imagine that? Let me show you how powerful the devil hates marriage. Do you know that Adam was created before Eve? Huh? The Bible didn't give us a distance. The Bible was very quiet about timings when it comes to the book of beginnings. We don't know the time. In fact, theologians believe that Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. If you go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. And between Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created what? Genesis chapter. Theologians believe that this one is millions of years. This one alone. Now look at the next verse. The earth and the earth he created was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the spirit of the Lord moved upon the waters. Huh? And God said, Let there be light. So now we are living on a renovated earth. The original one, Genesis 1 1, is a complete earth God created. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, huh? completed. This one, he finished it. Everything created was good. Then there was anarchy. There was chaos. The earth he created was without form and void and darkness. Where come from that darkness? 
So, it's not you alone. God himself has faced challenges. Spire of life. Nobody has faced challenges than God. The earth was without form. The man he created, Satan came. She worked a plan of service. God is always solving a problem. She is always solving problems. You are not the only one. The capacity and ability to meet problems and solve it is built inside you. That is why whatever, even if what is coming after you is great, the one in you is greater. So what it is? And the earth was without form and where darkness was opened. So there was anarchy, there was chaos. And theologians believe that. That, that distance you saw the thing is years. Huh? Hello? Hi. Now let me give you a picture. Who is the arch enemy of your home? Yes. Satan, the devil, is the arch enemy. Now let me show you. Do you know that when Adam was created, Adam was in the garden, the devil didn't mind him. He was around. Satan came to spy the land and saw the guy standing and said, Who is this guy? I'm sure it's a 10. Say <laughs> you. The devil left. But the moment Eve arrived. Oh. <laughs> Is it Genesis chapter 3 or chapter 2 that God created man? Huh? 126. Male and female created them. Let me hit that one a little bit. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26. Hallelujah. Watch it. Go to verse number uh, 25. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after his kind, and everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was very good. He's still creating you. Genesis chapter 1. Uh, the handiwork of God. And God said, let us make man. What's the difference between AS and US? This is a plural verb. AS is a singular verb. Mikramanko English. Who also call you English? You are sitting there looking at me. All this thing you are reading about, you have to look at it to have revelation. If you see as it means that God is not there alone. Yes. Now, what is the validation? What is the proof? What is the proof? So if God is not there alone, then he was there with who? John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. All things were made by the word. So the word was involved. Now what is that word we are talking about? Jesus Christ. So when he said, let us make man in our image. The trinity were there. The father, the son, and the spirit. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. Let them have dominion. Everything you see here. Huh? Was not a physical human being. This one is spiritual. Let us make. So God is talking about the spiritual aspect of man. Hey. Let us make man. Man. This word there. This word in the Hebrew. I don't want to go there. It's totally different from Asian standing here. This is spiritual. So when he said let us make man in our image. After our likeness. Huh? Let them. Now look at it. Let them. How can you say man and then you say them? It should have been let he, but he said them. It means that the man is talking is plural. Why plural? Because at that time the woman was also in the man. 
We are going to deal with the separation, but let's deal with the spiritual dimension first. Woo! Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. First dominion over the fish of the sea. Stop eating goat. Eat fish. Where the goat people are crying, so let me get out of that. Amen. Let them have dominion over the sea and over the fowls of the air. Huh? After sea, bed, eat them. And over the cattle, they are the third. So you see your priority of eating. Is here as a man. First, fish. Second, fowls. And cocoa. Then before you come to a nanchi, be careful the way you love nanchi. God even give them. Oh man. And over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth now watch this watch this and god created man in his image <laughs> all this place nothing physical has been done in the image of god created he the male and female created he them all of them were in one body now genesis chapter 2 verse what verse 7 watch this male and female create wait Created it, male and female created. Go to the next verse. And God blessed them. And God blessed them. You can never be cursed if you walk with God. And God said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish and subdue. Now, listen, this is why I say that God never starts anything until he finishes it. God will never start anything until he has architectural drawing. He never starts anything until he finishes it. All this time he's talking, physically, no human being has come. I don't want to bore you because it's too much to add this one to the line I'm going. Next time we'll go into that. Let them have dominion. Now Genesis chapter 2 verse number 7. Genesis 2 7. Go there. Let me show you something. Uh -huh. The Lord God go to verse 6. Mm. But then went out a mist from the earth and watered the garden. Um, let me read from verse number 1. Watch this. The heavens and earth were finished and all the hosts of them. Now, I'm, I don't want you to confuse Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 down with this one. Everything in Genesis chapter 21 verse 26 is spiritual. Now we are going to the physical aspect. So come to verse number 7. You come to verse number 7. The Lord God formed man. Notice this word. Come to the New Living Translation and look at something. Wow. The Lord God formed man. Go to the Amplified Version and see something. Hmm. Amplify. Then the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of the spirit of life. And man became, man became a living being. Wow. Go down. And the Lord God planted a garden. Now come back to verse number seven. Let's go to the King James Version. Wow. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Keep going. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And then he put the man whom he has formed. Watch this. Out of the ground. Made the Lord God to grow every tree. Tree. That is pleasant to the sight. Good for food tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good so the man he created the man he built a house at his lego and he put the man inside and in the house adam they didn't have swimming pools rivers 
We are going there. Huh? And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Watch this. The covenant has started. A river went out from Eden to water the garden. It means that it has not started raining. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. Wow, this Adam's swimming pool. The name of the first swimming pool is called Pison. That was that was that is it which passes the whole land of Havila. There, have you noticed one of the oldest names in the world is Ethiopia? It is the only African country that was not colonized. No countries. Ethiopians has not come under any colonial master. Amen. Now watch this it's that which passes the whole land of havila there it's it's what gold so peace on produce gold the gold of that land was good there is bedilon and onzi stones this is all adam and the name of the second river is called gihon the same is it that compassed the whole land of ethiopia all this while adam is walking alone and rivers are created adam is walking the devil has no show up So when Daniel married Elijah, you can see Satan is happy about it because it doesn't really threaten him. I don't go there, but amen. And then the, the name of the second river is called Gion. The same is <clears throat> it that compassed the whole land of where? Ethiopia. Have you seen it? Yeah. Ethiopia appeared in the garden. Now watch this. And, and the name of the third river is Wahedekel. That is which go toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is what? Euphrates. Wow. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Wait. Go to the New Living Translation. Watch it. Hmm. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and to what? Watch over it. Amplify version. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to guard and keep it. Let's see the way the Americans will put it in the Message Bible. God took the man, he set him down in the garden of Eden to work the ground and keep it in order. Now watch this. A man must get a work. And the reason is because when a woman comes, it's going to help. If you are doing nothing, the most frustrate, and this one, let me tell you girls, I wish you were the only one here I could have told you in a dimension, but let me hit it some more. The worst thing that will happen to you as a woman, and the most frustrating thing in your life, consciously or unconsciously, is to marry a man doing nothing. When I say doing nothing, it doesn't mean take by cactus and go to farm. It doesn't have a vision. Because it puts you and it defeats what God made you for. If you are coming to help me, then I'm, I must be doing something for you to come and help. I'm coming there in a second. So the worst thing that will happen to a woman is to marry a man who is sitting at home and praying dummy. You will naturally lose your womanhood and you will turn to a man. I don't want to go to that. When I meet you alone, I will tell you with a woman. It will harden you. 
lose your womanhood. You, you start thinking. That is why you start playing football. You add other things to your nature that God didn't give you. Oh man. Oh man. You think some of the things that we are seeing, women changing their organs, men changing, it's a spiritual dimension. It comes back to the foundation that is destroyed. Something went wrong somewhere. The relationship you meet as you grow up, some can turn you out of the will of God. It can turn you from a woman to become a man. No. If I meet you alone, I can tell you where you lost the touch for your orgasm. Zivizi Atoyas. Interpreting the talk. There are some girls here, they've lost their feeling. Samino Bas or Bar Metro. The fact that you are married does not mean your sensitivity and feeling. Some of them, when you, anywhere you touch, they will not go down. There is a place in a woman, every woman here, God puts something on them that when you touch, you must break their defense. But some of them, when you touch, oh. <laughs> That's it. Huh. The day I'll put all the women here, you hear things. What I will tell you, you will not go home. So some of them, after you, you see, that's a lot of problems. Some of them, after you marry them, you must work on their sensitivity. Some of them, it was killed by their former boyfriend. A lot of psychological things are happening. You can meet a girl in a church. Eh? He has been hurt before. Some of them, they have buried their love. It's gone. Somebody, that's why we have to be careful, Africa, the way we handle this woman. If you come to the Bible and learn the sensitivity of the way God created them, you'll be careful how you treat them. We abuse them to our own disadvantage. So, Asian, what's your name? Asian abused Delilah. Then Delilah met Daniel along the way. Then Daniel reported Asian and so. Oh, give the Lord a clap, prophet. Don't look at me some way. No, uh, you people can bring us, we can take the blackboard and bring some chairs here along the line so that people can sit if there's possible amen are you getting what i'm talking about yes, some of them that are coming later realize that because of the dinner <laughs> the dinner I'm, I'm i'm telling them to reduce the food because i'm i'm going to pay the difference i'm trying to pay the difference because yeah you people have money you didn't pay so i'm preaching i'm going to pay it's true it's true i'm telling you when i was coming they called me they said the dinner is going to so i told mommy some of the blessing people give to mommy. I asked her to borrow me money to come and pay. So I took 20,000 from mommy. Yes, I'm coming to pay. Because I have to, we have to pay. Some of you have money, but you won't pay. But I want you to have the dinner. So if you give me the money, I will give it back to mommy. Yeah, it's true. I beg her. I say, he say, eh, he say, but you, these people, you are preaching. I say, they won't pay, girl. What am I going to do? Even they are sitting, if you look at their face, you show that they won't pay. a woman eh? and if you don't have the spiritual sensitivity to discern where she's coming from and this thing the counselors are not doing it 
You go and sit in council, they bring some manual and tell you some announcing story. It's not counseling. You know what you are dealing with. You were abused. Your former boyfriend courted with you for four years. You did everything and he dropped you. You are still a pretty woman. You have come to church. Another guy has met you. You are wounded. You are hurt. How do we work on that? You are lying in the bed without any feeling. I'm from Ampano. I'm born in Zaza. Let me tell you something. Sometimes when I'm ministering, I look at people there and I'm casting out spirit. There are things I don't see, but I know the cause of the spirit. God will open my eyes and say, this one is an abuse. Every manifestation by discernment I can tell. So there are people sitting here, they see marriage as a bedding. They see it as a disturbances. If totally taken out of the will of God. Unfortunately, you went to a religious church and in a council they told you it's for better and for worse. And the religious people will stand on it such a way that if you want to correct it, they'll be angry. Human theology, human philosophy, human ideology, never the, the originator and the mindset behind marriage. I told you in the beginning, God is the idea behind marriage. He never said it's for better and for worse. He said it's for better for brighter to arrive at the best. But the religious people will never permit you to do that. So you are going to the wedding with the mindset that you are anticipating worse. They tell you, respect it. They've forgotten that they just shall live by faith. The path of the righteous, the path of the just is as a shining light. It shines brighter, brighter until you arrive at, uh, uh, that's it, at until the perfect day. So you start brighter until you get, get perfected. Religiosity say, hey, for better, for worse, for, for poorer, for richer. So you become richer, then you become poor. Because you are making a confession in a vow. And this God is saying, when you find a wife, you will find a good day and I have a special favor for you. What are you talking about? That you don't want me to read my Bible? Please stop your human philosophy. Take me back into the way. I want to go back to the way. Back to the Bible. The creator's manual for living. Take me back to the Bible and stop the human philosophy. God said, when you marry, you chase thousands. When you are not married, you chase thousands. They went to marry and the two of you come together. You are going to put 10,000 to fly. And you say, I should be poorer. Ignorance. Philosophies and ideologies. That is not Bible-based. People use the experience and make it a doctrine. Your experience cannot be my experience. Let's go to the word of God. So you talk about it, they are angry because they make some foundation, their thing has become worse, everything, so everybody's home must be worse. Let's go on to the Bible. Let's go back to the word. Jesus said the scriptures cannot be broken. Forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. No way. 
And why should I go there and stand there and talk about for powder for richer? Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Anyone who love it will eat the fruit. So you said it and the devil took it and used it. I thank you, Jesus, for your statement you made, and you shall know the truth. And the truth. It means that when I know the lies, I will continue to be in bondage. Once I know the lies, the lies will keep me in bondage. The day I discover the truth, I am out of all the deception and the lies. You shall know the truth. And the truth you discover naturally bring you deliverance. So truth is a deliverer. That means that if I'm fighting with my wife and there's always confusion, the day I discover the truth, what makes me angry, I don't get angry again. What has changed? I have found the truth. African cultures like Konakopesika Brevi. You lack Bible knowledge. So you are going to family. You are even trying to kill your husband. So that you can get Atakwame Beode. For what? We brought nothing to this world. Take nothing out. Lord, damage your ignorance. You are not just walking by nothing. If you come to me and you see what God is using us today. I'm not an ignorant man. Don't deceive yourself. No, no. I'm not an ignorant man at all. If you see me wearing kambu, don't deceive yourself. I'm not deceiving you at all. I know what I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with your age. Thank God for elderly people here who are sitting here humbly learning. There is something about service and working with God with humility. I'm telling you, God can never use a proud man. God can never work with a proud person. You will never enjoy from him. It takes humility to marry for 30 years and listen to somebody who has married for 22 years or 24 years because the person knows something you don't know. Don't clap. Because this thing is not measured by duration. I saw a man in the Bible and Methuselah was 969 years and died. His achievement was that he died. <laughs> Can you imagine? 969 years and died. So, but you said, what did you do on earth? I, I died. There is nothing the Bible says, but you did. All he did was that he died. Ed sought for 969. And died. Contrary to that, Jesus was 33 years. We have not recovered from the impact. 33 years on earth, we have not recovered. We are still studying. The three years of the life he lived, we have not exhausted it. The Bible says books on earth cannot write them. They just documented a little bit. And look at it. Then he 
And God took the man and set him down in the garden of Eden to work the ground and to keep it in order. Uh, come back to King James and let's go. So we think we are. And the Lord, and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of everything, this is where the covenant starts. Of every tree in the garden, thou mayest eat freely. That's another way to make sure that African women, you give your husband sex. Okay, let me tell you and see whether I'll get it. That's it. Don't only let your husband chase you, chase them. Look at the way the children of the world operate. Somebody's MD has invited him. Met the guy with a transparent. It's called enticement. This one is seduction. Because a man is moved by what he sees. Hey! The guy said, I was suffering. He said, I cut me twice a drop. <laughs> now watch this. Watch this. Take this scripture. I said, I said this. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely say this word very loud. What are you supposed to eat? Let's go to the next verse. Eat. Huh? But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not. First one. Next one. This is simple. It is simple. If Adam ate many of the one he was supposed to eat, she will be satisfied enough. And not develop hunger for the one you shouldn't eat. Do like this. It means you got it. And yet, you are not poison. CCB is poison. Obagbo Ebekun. I can hear somebody online say, What is CC? Google it. Go to Google CC, C I C E, Google it. He said, Google the meaning of CC, you should show you. Hmm. Also, for, they, are make, they are making a mistake about it. Come, come. This girl is my wife. I'm living with her. This girl is also a Christian. She's a tongue-talking girl. If I'm married to this, as far as I'm sleeping with this, I'm eating the food God says I should eat. Okay. It doesn't become a poison because of the person. It becomes a poison because of the wrong move. Yeah. It means that he is also spiritual. The moment I'm trying to commit adultery with her, immediately the host of heaven make her a poison. So don't make a mistake about it. 
The poison does not depend on the poison. The, uh, the, it depends on your, your act of disobedience. So watch this. Hagar in herself is not a poison. But Abraham making that move brought a poison that would torment Isaac for the rest of his life. So you people are making mistakes. The mistake you are making is that when we talk about the poison, you think it's the person. No, the act and the move make it a poison. Because I'm going to commit adultery with her, I become a poison to her, she becomes a poison to me. The giver becomes a poison, and the receiver also receives the poison, and both of them are poison. If this one is my wife and decide to go and follow down, immediately he meet down in the office and they're trying to make a move, immediately the supernatural, because listen, that the tax masters of wrong sex, they are not natural, they are supernatural. Oh. Look at your neighbor and say, clap, clap, tell them to clap. See now, the tax masters, the tax masters, the tax masters, this is the way God created. God created it and programmed it in a supernatural say that sex is not free. Yes, sir. No. No woman here organ is free. Yes, None of them. So the one I'm enjoying now, I went to I saw her. I have to trace her to where he lives. I later find the father. I find the mother. I was still working with her. I went to do what is called knocking. Knocking give me access to the house because the father told me, don't come here again. We don't know you. And then I did engagement. I did wedding. They bless it. And they say, now you can take it. Anything I can do before that, eh? I've attracted the tax masters. So the worst problem of all the guys in the Bible were sex in the context. So watch this. One king saw a lady Buffy and he said, Now at that time, a you are watching, there are two minds. You see two things standing by you. One of them is the Holy Ghost. Stop the thing you are watching. Go back to prayer room. Then another voice you say, you can't make this thing. Just watch the last one. <laughs> Let me show you how it works. So whilst you are watching, the devil take his camera. Scan it. Look at your brain. And pretty. Now listen. 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 You cannot stop thoughts from coming to your mind. But you must not allow them to stay. Let me put it in a better way. You cannot stop bed from flying on your head. But they must not make their nest on your head. Now listen. So in David's case, he allowed the thought to settle. She meditated. He pounded on it. Until the thing became part of him. Once it became part of you, you must act. Mm. 
when David sang, and this is why I tell you, if you are hanging by anybody with authority, if you are somebody's wife, be careful. Your boss, your pastor, your teacher, your professor, somebody who has authority. Eh? If I'm walking and I invite this girl to come to my house, the moment he enter my place, I have a certain authority over her. Yes, Whether she believe it or not, so bam in China, there is a certain realm of operating. There is a certain authority God has given to me. It has a side dominion over her. If I make a move, his defenses are too low. Headmaster and students. So this girl, if I say, mommy is not there, it's to him, I'm going to some place. Can you be my secretary and go with her? So some people travel with their boss. The adultery started there. By the time I see that move, I know you are not coming back the same. That's what it is. Whether you like it or not, because you are dealing with an authority. The person has authority. God acknowledged authority. Now look at how God acknowledged authority. <coughs> Excuse me. God told a prophet, Samuel, go and anoint Jesse's son to take your place. Samuel said, ah, how can you sit in heaven and give me such an assignment? Why, you hate me? No, this is not. It's sure here he's going to kill me. God never said that, oh, he can't do anything. God said, ah, God, God said, okay, go to Bethlehem and pretend like you are going to make sacrifice and invite Jesse and his son. So the idea is that the king is going to, I had a prophet came, what did he do? He came for sacrifice. He didn't come to anoint the king. Mm. God didn't ignore source authority. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is one of the problems of a lot of people in Ghana. You ignore authority. You don't respect. Most Ghanaians don't respect authority. If you understand the spirit of authority, you won't gossip about a pastor. You will stop talking against and insult presidents. Because you have never ruled a country before. I can make constructive criticism and say that this thing must be there. Sometimes I preach and I talk about the fact that the president cannot handle everything in the country. That is why they are segmented different portfolios to handle things. So if the roads are not good, the minister of road must answer why there is a lot of traffic at the Pram Pram Dwayne Johnson. That's why nobody can blame the president. How much it is called? That is a constructive criticism. But I cannot rise up and insult the Kufado. It means that you have infringed in authority. And you can pay for it. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. God said, stay at the bush and preach. You don't need church building. Stay there. That is your assignment. Don't come to town. John the Baptist preach. John get himself deported. Herod, why did you marry your wife's sister? He lost his head. And God made sure they kill him. You keep quiet. Some of you talk anyhow. If you see me standing here, there is authority I operate. You do, in the realms of the spirit, ignorance is not an excuse. If you go and say to your husband, you start talking, you attract something. Miriam and Aaron was talking against Moses. Moses was not. The Bible says, and the Lord heard it. Don't say things God will hear and come after you because you don't understand things. Even the fetish priest in your hometown, be careful the way you go and attack him. 
If you don't have what it takes to face him, pray your prayer and leave to him. Because he's operating by satanic authority. Some of them, they can hijack a village and put it under a spell until light comes. Spiritual authority. It's very, very important. You must understand that one. Hallelujah. Never play. So, if I take her to a track and everything, that is why, eh? Ay, 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 ay. When Bathsheba came, whether he loved David or not, he's dealing with an authority. I love my husband. I love this, but I've come face with face with something. Bathsheba gave up. I'm not too sure whether he enjoyed it, but the important thing was done. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. When I meet him in heaven, if he is there, I was with Bezhi. How did it happen when they took back? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Those of you tried before, did you enjoy it? Uh, why are you quiet? Yeah. Don't pretend that you have never committed adultery or fornication before. What happened when we do? But she did it. She woke up, came home. She saw some people who greeted them. Listen, also a woman can be greeting, but things are going on in his mind. Sometimes when you come to church, somebody's behaving me. You are praying. She just push you and sit down. The reason I have to come down is that they are dealing with things you might not be aware of. To make matters worse, the day is expecting a cycle, it didn't come. We must show. Every woman do like this. Please, if you are sitting by your sister, touch her heart and see how it's beating. If it's fast, do like this and point to me and say, this one. Uh, it's faster. Oh. Did anybody check Regina's or nobody check? Because he's sitting by the Is it beating? No, these are serious things. Now, let me tell you how serious it is. Those days, eh, the houses are such a way that sometimes it's like a tent. So this one's house, this one's house. And it's like military barracks. Because his husband was a military officer. So he's living in 37. All the ladies there have association. Their wife is at war. And Bathsheba is showing symptoms of pregnancy. women have suffered though. some of them find themselves in a very difficult situation and sometimes we have to be careful the way we are quick to judge them we need conferences like this and sometimes listen listen many years ago in Bedimpa I had an office in Ghana house and one of the reasons I took the office that somebody gave it to me is that I came to the place and Richard, there are seats here. They are, all these seats are empty. All these seats are here. So get people. Now, there are also some here. And then the Lord spoke to me and said, Sometimes sit down with women and just listen to them. So I'll sit down, they will talk, cry, 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 cry. 
Most of them, I don't say anything. He finished say, thank you very much, prophet. I am relieved. <laughs> ah, so why did you come to me? So those, I used to go to the office and I'm driving and casting law. So these ladies, why did they come to me? They just talk. I didn't say anything. They are relieved. And the Lord said, because they need somebody to talk to. One of the worst things that will happen to a woman is when he doesn't have anybody to talk to. Because sometimes the opportunity to talk to somebody brings healing. The oh, yes. is pregnant. It's a woman message. When I meet you, I'm going to show you a lot of things. There are things in the Bible you read. And because it's negativity, you don't learn anything. There's a woman in the Bible called Micaiah. He saw's daughter. I have developed a message from here by women for women conference. That lady was sitting somewhere thinking about herself. His father has made a vow that anybody that killed Goliath to marry his senior sister. That was actually the day. Anybody that killed Goliath is going to marry Saul's firstborn, first daughter. David killed Goliath. Saul didn't give the first daughter to David. And they gave the girl to another man. And later they heard that because he has to fulfill the vow. Micaiah was in love with David. So he said, I will give Micaiah to David so that you become a snare. It's in the Bible. Check that word. I forgot exactly where it is. He said, I will give it to first kings. You know, first Samuel somewhere. Check. I will give Micaiah to David so that you become a snare. It shows the character of the girl at home. His father wants to give that girl to David. So that David will become, the girl will become a snare, a trap. It's very heavy. This came out of the mouth of his dad. I don't know how you raise him. Because those are the, 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 what is called polygamy. They have a lot of wives. So the women are there, the kings. And then one of them, one of the women's daughter, Saul said that you become a snare. Okay. Then I begin to study more about her. David took her. David married her. He even saved David from the murder of his father. Because one day he told his husband that if you sleep here in this night, they will come and kill you. It's really painful. So he helped his boy to travel to run away. At a certain point, Saul took the lady back. He snatched her from David and gave her to another man. So this thing that David has enjoyed, uh, now he went to another man. Are you following me? Yes. After David, after Saul died, eh? and many years David came to the throne, then he went back to look for him, for her, and told the man, that, hey, you stupid man, now I'm the king, I'm the president. This lady is my wife. And he took her. I said, ah, what is about this guy? Now the man who has taken her, he's not dealing with David. When David took the woman, instead of the man running away, he was crying, no, please give me back my wife. I said, ah, so go back and learn when i meet you i'll tell you what is on what is it and god show it to me there is something on that girl that men cannot disconnect ziziri akida batos zivazuya animosotos all these things are in the bible but you are not ready 
After all, are you, I mean, you, another man has come to take you. Go. No. They took care from David. After years. Because now their father is ruling. So David can't come to the territory. They've driven him away from the town. David has become a king. David says, oh, I don't need you again. There are other virgins. There are other women. There are other beautiful ones. David can come and marry. David said, no, I'm going back. The other man to say, I, I because by the time those kings have taken, I mean, they are, you should even be, even if it's your wife, even army officers' wife, they've taken them, and you that said pocky. No, that man is a yogurt seller. He cannot. I mean, I, I don't know what he does, but I mean, I mean, if you read them, you read them as general, so. And those days, army officers, hey, they are very powerful people. The man is crying, move on, me, the man is, hey, Bibi Womikayo. Ebinu. Sebi Womukra Wunyaneno. No, there are a lot of things around you that you have not activated. Yes. Hey, Revelation. Sure. Say, me, Gadem, man, I'm a Chironema. Ah. I will show you a place in a man when you press and you speak in tongues. She will never look at another woman again. Some of you are pretending you don't need it, so let me let me forget about it. I'm giving you revelation you are you are misbehaving you want to learn it yourselves no when i show you people it will be a disadvantage on them i have to show them to apply it on you a lot of the girls in the church they don't know a lot of things yeah do you know the reason why do you know the reason why? Do you know the reason? In the book of Titus, he said, let the older women teach. Most of these girls, they don't have mentors. And the mentors are only showing dress. Some of them, Facebook mentors are not mentors. So. Some of our mothers say they have spices. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. If you want to meet trans or No, there are things they were doing. This generation is sitting down thinking they know every time you are sitting on the phone, you are drawing, and then you are learning. So listen, listen. Some of you are learning things from the West. Which is not applicable for you. You can't marry like the way American uh, Monica Lewinsky has married uh, Mr. Lewinsky. It doesn't work. No. This is Africa. You have to understand. Amen. Some of our mindset, we can't understand. Can you imagine that we stop eating Kondomri, we stop eating Engwa, and we are queuing for a beggar king and caves? It's not. I mean, these are foods that another country is called junk. But we don't like it. 
The food that we don't like here, when you go to Abuja, it's called organic. Yes, and it's, a, it's not everybody that can go to that shop. No. Yes, and I mentioned black white. Some of you have never even heard it. So there are food on earth you don't know. Because you can't buy. And even why they sell it, eh, you have to belong to a club to buy. So you must have money sometime to eat some things. There are some rice and this they can't sell beyond a certain number for you yes, the reason is because they even control the quantity you eat mm -hmm. mm. i mean you don't know all these things these are the things that we don't teach again no <laughs> jesus christ am, am i am i helping <laughs> Yeah. Your home is not good. Some of you, no, 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 don't deceive yourself. Most of you here, your homes are not stable. The Bible says the children of this world, they are in their eyes wiser than the children of the gospel. One of the ladies in our church, Nancy Kroma Church, gave Jiniku. Straight. She met the two of them in front of their house. And he told the lady that, please, I've married this man for 22 years. His mom said, excuse me, point of correction, our husband. And if you can't stand it, leave so that I can enjoy it fully. And he quoted to the woman that the race is not to the swift. She told me, also, he was telling me, crying here. What a scripture! Get na ojikunu or or wet. Now the last one I hear to say, listen. He says, "So I'm going to be cool. Be shiani ame ya wunti me ya uku dimet." Okay, chile. What happened? I'm caught in my books. I'm caught in my life. My life. I'm saying, "Me shiani di." I'm saying, "Wow." And the title is, "Be shiani free me ho ni ame ya onye." It's settled the matter. The lady said he was standing there, nobody could talk. Tell him. But so bad buttons. And I am a koyaba. Keep on praying. Is there anything wrong? Nobody has taught you fasting and prayer than me. Yes, but listen, my problem is that you are not thinking. Yes. You can pray and not think. Yes. You can pray and not reason. Yes, sir. You can pray and lack knowledge. Yes, sir. <laughs> and the Juma may do one send referee. No, let's try it from. What are you talking about? A lot of them are sitting there praying, but they are not thinking. After you pray that your husband should stay at home, what do you do for her to stay at home? Yeah. One man of God told me in the table, he said, Nana, keep praying and keep fasting. Keep doing what you are doing. This generation is too busy 
for them to come to church for you to waste your time. Hey. I say, who? So I see pastors, but they pray for me, my church is not growing. It will not just grow automatically. I have a point here. If I give you that point there, I have one point here. One, among my PowerPoint, there's one here. If I give you now, it will create a controversy. Do you want me to give it to you? Yes. Huh? Are, are you, are you, huh? Carefully choose a home church that reflects your beliefs. If you want to marry, choose a church that reflects the things you believe. That means that you cannot get a successful marriage and go to a place they tell you announce a story. Some of the things I'm teaching you, eh? you some of you have been to some church for 20 years, nobody has taught you. You go to church in the morning, mass, major music, there you go home. How would your marriage work? Look at the way. Yeah? After all night, after prayer. Do you know the hours I stand? Hear this? The guest action and demonstration make me think. This is his husband. This is the wife. 20 years plus married. The girl said, I didn't chase your husband. If you, instead of fighting me, come to me and learn from me what I'm doing that my husband, your husband is leaving you to come to me. He said, don't you go to church. Me too, I go to church. And he said, the race is not to the swift. This is what is called the spirit of Micaiah. What's on our bottles? Consider our bottles. Consider our bottles. What is a tongues be a pure or now show? What is a tongues be or unlike now to you? What is a way we are now to you? You are not thinking. You are not reasoning. You are not even sitting down to reason. You don't have any plan for the stability of your home. You don't have anything. Yeah. You might not get a sincere husband like me. Why is your husband sitting watching on the TV? A woman has appeared with, with a, a V-shaped panties and your husband, who is a dickhead, is watching. Yeah. And you saw that he's watching. It means that I must get these kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, all the hypocrites are sitting, they are here. A lot of hypocrisy in this place. Okay. Uh, here, there is a hypocrisy. Hey. Oh, you don't, you don't, I'm telling you. Yes, sir. They say I should tell them for you. Uh-huh. These are pastors, so they follow me and say, tell them for us. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Pastors. You can anointed people. Because of my bread, they are tired of these colonial things you are wearing and walking around. Pastors are following me. Unfortunately, they didn't follow me with offering. They should have they should have contributed and said, Let's support this thing, Papa. I said we should be giving but go and gather offerings and bring it. If you bring me offering, I'll give you another secret. Hey! 
want trouble. I said, I don't care how you judge me. No. I traveled to my, wait, my wife. There is a shop called Victoria's Secret. And I tell you, there are dangerous things there. And I'll tell a girl, I like this one. I like this, I like this. I select and I pay. Yeah. It's simple. It's simple. I wish you were only woman. That be the members woman. What I'll tell you. I say when I finish, some of you, you go and close your account and bring me the money. I say that is thank you. Because I, you, uh, you hear what the woman say, Auntie Emil, Auntie Emma, Auntie Auntie Naomi. He said you, he has married. He married more than I married. He married many, but he said if it's not because of me she learned things and he has followed me for years she learned things from me after that he said now i'm living at peace yes when i married mommy i told her i said don't take me for granted i said if you make a mistake thinking because i'm a spiritual man i can fall I am not I'm not thinking of falling, but your attitude can let me fall. Because other men anointed than me has fallen. The reason we know you do you do it be, uh, again because he has done it before. The reason we know the devil can attack you before is because he has attacked somebody before. So I said, please, I don't want you to take me for granted. I don't want you to live in this house and pretend anyhow. You have to always look attractive. Because I'm always standing before women preaching. Huh? Because no matter how good you are, somebody is always better. After you marry, you will meet people that are more pretty than your wife. But the defensive mechanism you have put around you. Most of you, eh, you have taken your husband for granted. Under the arms of fake spirituality. Because the things that I'm teaching you today are spiritual. The standard of living in Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ was a dirty man with that selective dresses, military commanders would not cast lot on his dress. Attraction. So there is nothing wrong in being prayerful, anointed, fasting, but looking attractive. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong about that nothing now hear this why am i talking about all these things you have to buy it came from the mouth of god somewhere almost anointed rocky god it came from god say man man look at the outward appearance what you wear on your head what you wear on your body that is what man look at your husband didn't choose you because of your tongues there is something in your make that attracts every man something in a woman who attracted some men like women who are slim some men like women who have weight some men like women some i've seen white men who doesn't want to marry white women yes yes, yes. what will attract me will never attract this man that's what it is that's why you don't you do. i mean let me tell you something the way god made you were you were made for somebody yes. 
Oh, Prophet, and our cancer will fear too much now. Boy, and I am coffee and some now can emote too much. Young cow done, cry. And I'm before. Eh, you have a I promise you, order. Second half, second half. Oh, even four uh, dimensions of love mean preach. This and the way I come. I know they say come to be preacher, but even I mean, is very important. You know, when I came, I told you there are so many things that I don't know where to start. So many things are in my spirit. I don't know what to do. Amen. Or we should continue next week. Next week, another come from Thursday to Saturday. Because the order I can preach, three things I can preach character, order, and the dimensions of love. So, love, no. So, when you say five now, if it's four over, no, if it's four over five, it still have a problem. And so, you five over five. Some of you enjoy two over five. And the reason because it's ignorant, they don't know. Anytime people say love, this four must show. This five must show. Any man is not love. Any man can't cry. You are deceived. You are being deceived. Paul asked them, Who has bewitched you? Bewitchment has come. Is there spiritual? Is there? Amen. Sure. Never any agro. Guess good potters. The most anointed man in town has gone back to somewhere at Acapulco. We are seeing no alcohol for bar. Some sense, mother says, some men. When you mean so, so of here, are they not guests in potters? Say, mommy, no. Why are you following? Say, mommy, he please me. This is anointed people, oh. People carry the pack through on a bottles. I mean, can I go for that? And I am a coyab. Midnight, which is a prayer. You are, you are just chasing prayer. You are not chasing knowledge. It's not everything. It's not everything. The solution is prayer. No, 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 no. No. That is how some of you are married. When you start speaking in tongues, your husband is angry. Totally angry. I'm impressed. I'm not telling lies, girl. Please, 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 excuse me. Do you know why? It's not that it's against prayer. You are praying, but there are some missing them, you are not meeting it. So he sees this your whole chatting as hypocrisy. Nobody, listen, 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 listen. If you want to go, to, I have gone to funerals in my hometown. They come for penny. Fetish ya kuchana e ina. Hey, aso for penny ya minsi. Aso for monkai on pai bomo. Come for Jim pai. Fetish preach you one prayer. So nobody on earth had prayer. I have some allergic friends that we buy things from them. Hey, pastor. Hey, pastor. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. Salam. He said, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, pray. Business is going down. Pastor, pray. This is a Muslim in his prayer. So if an unbelieving man want prayer, he's angry on your prayer because there are some things you are not producing. So he sees Christianity as, 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 a, as a kind of religion that doesn't make you responsible. 
And to make the matter worse, you make them hate pastors. That's why a lot of them must resent pastors. They don't want to hear the name, especially the name prophet. They don't want to hear it. You are fasting 70 days. Look at something that appeared at the family prayer line. A lady was fasting. Their husband was coming to touch her. How many of you online you heard me explaining that? It is that the rest of you don't listen. You better join the family prayer line. Join it. Because you learn a lot of things. And the husband was trying to touch her and he told the husband he's fasting. And he, he, he cut the guy from having sex. The guy tried the next time and he said, the guy have to use some kind of force and have his way. And then after that, he's sending me. Has he broken the fast? So what he, the mindset is that he's doing 70 days fasting, denying a man of sex. Then I quoted the scripture. First Corinthians chapter what? Seven. From verse one. Eh? Let's read from verse one. Watch this. Huh? Watch this. Hey, what are they something to against a real? Huh? Is it is it verse one? <laughs> now concerning the things wherefore you wrote. Now hear this. I want you to give this an attention. There was so much complication that they wrote to Paul. Argument about so we say say we say say it's about marriage. The Corinthian church was a very disorderly church, and nobody was correcting a lot of things. So they wrote some things to call concerning my concerning the things that you wrote to me. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. You wrote and you answer. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. She was saying it's good for a man not to marry because there was some argument, and this was written only to the church of Corinth. It's the most. It's the most. It's, it's, it's a church with a lot of mess. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, and it's also the most gifted church. Yes. Gifted. I'm telling you, people shout, come on, we collapse. <laughs> and then come once we shout, no, one me, who me, no, 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 they were just now watch it consider that it is good for a man not to touch a woman but watch it is continue nevertheless nevertheless to avoid fornication to avoid it huh? let every man have his own wife and let every woman have a whole husband oh ooh, 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 ooh. let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence let, yeah, yeah. wait bro for mood brand new living translation one you're breaking it down that's all the husband has fulfilled the wife's sexual needs. And no now Marco Kam recover the Omsi benevolence. S-E-X-U-A-L. Sexual. The husband must fulfill. The husband must fulfill the wife. And the wife should fulfill the husband's. So both of us must fulfill the needs. That means I married that time, say. You might not even have the mindset and the feeling for sex, but your wife has got that feeling. You must be ready to meet it. Sometimes, vice versa. My brain, my brain, my queen, you must be a name. This is Bible. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should. That means that there is a need, there is a strong need in the marriage for what is called sexual need. And Bible is saying that don't ignore that thing. Now statistics say that yes, we court better than we marry. Yes, and we also give our bodies when we were not Christians than when we become Christians. Because some of you are here when you had a boyfriend, you give sex to him in the tree. Yes. 
You give it to them in a car. You give it to them in a pool. Oh, stop! Don't stop me. What are you talking about? Excuse me. Allow me. Allow me to preach. What's that? Why are you trying to stop me? Allow me. You were sitting in that Hyundai pony, and then he was touching you, and then immediately he pressed a song, "Killing Me Softly." Kill. And no, no, no. You were going down, down. Then you put your head on his head. Today you are mad. Your husband touched you. Excuse me. I'm tired. You know the way today. Look at the traffic for what? Am I a traffic officer? The traffic we are talking about. Am I the one who created the traffic? It's in the Bible. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's sexual needs. Watch this. Let's go. The wife gives authority over her body to his husband. So the day you say I do, you don't have your body again. That is why marriage is allowing somebody to infringe in your privacy. No, no, this is not. A, 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 stop your human philosophy. Go back to the way. Everything about my home is based on the way. I know. So if I finish preaching long and I go and sleep, and mommy roll and put his head on my chest, I can't say, Oh, uh, uh, don't you see the honor? No. I have never done it based on this scripture. And I would never do it. I pray, I say, God, if you give me all this responsibility, you must give me grace for it. I've told you in the beginning, I don't want to be a mighty man of God and be a bad husband and a bad father. No, I don't. Nobody has sat down to talk about that. I've lived with my mother-in-law for 20-something years. He has never heard a shout in our home. 22 years living with her. Sometimes his, our, his bedroom is next to our bedroom. never if there's chaos you leave 20 something years peaceful he has never had me hey, 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 hey. no if you meet it, not one argument he has never seen a daughter depressed why are you quiet I, I not never we have never gone never he has never had one It's not that he's living about. I'm telling you, sometimes where we are living now, from my bedroom, you go to the girl's bedroom, his bedroom is next. It's a distance. This. And what, the wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to the wife. That's a Bible. So, this thing about this generation, I'm tired. And timetable for sex, you have lost your mind. <laughs> You have done timetable Saturday once. Uh, <laughs> receive grace. If you stay in the word of God, you'll be free. It's not sure. The, the whole challenge of your Christian life is that you don't want to live by the authority of God's way. Don't go and listen to some some talk show, something, uh, so so and so show, this lady's show. Most of them are not married. Most of them, America, somebody can become popular 
talking about marriage. <laughs> Who has never lived with a woman in the house? You can never give up. What I'm telling you is practical. I have lived it. Experience. Yesterday, a great man of God sent me a message and said, Nana, if you don't do us this favor, we'll never forgive you. Please, between now and next year, by this time, at least give us two books on marriage. Yes, because yes, yes, I was to say that if this man is 90 years and he can't preach like this, all this information, what are we going? What he said, this information that generations need. A man of God told me, say, Prof, thank God for the people sitting there. But these people sitting there, their children need what you are saying than them. Because their children are going to face things that are tougher than them. He said, please give us a book. There is a quote that has been found by Professor Afram. It says that it was said by Chinu Achibe. So long as the bed shakes regularly, the home is at peace. A weak bed will break and collapse. Hey! Afram, there is no correct. The guy is not correct. So long as the bed says regularly, the home is at peace. Oh, recently I changed one of my bed. Oh. I'm telling you the truth. Hey. <laughs> oh, I tell you. <laughs> Wise people. Have you seen the way your bed doesn't shake? That is the confusion in your home. that quote i gave you that quote qualitative sex yes, yes, yes. i tell you the things that kill marriage you remember that quote i gave to you the skillful sexual I said, what what is the quote i've, I've got it lack of inadequate and unenjoyable sex skills it means this kind of things the bed doesn't shake yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also asked another man of God if the bed spoil, what do you do? You say, Come to the ground. There are dimensions into this. Even the guests, some of them are pretending they are holy. I'm looking at Anne, he's sitting down. And, and when I say come to the ground, he immediately did like this. It means, it means I am a carnal man. He is sanctifying herself. What is that? What is that? And by the sign of the cross. What is that? Are you are you learning something here?
rest of our life we will deal with these things. All man's problem is relationship. Different angles. Jesus Christ. I want you to be happy. Life is a gift from God. And you must like the way you are sitting here. Before you close your eyes and you open, you are 90 years. And you can live this whole life in stress, apprehension, anxiety. There are people who are inviting, they sit down. Instead of inviting blessing, they invite suicide. Life was given to enjoy. God's intention is not the suffering. Amen. Amen. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband. And the husband gives authority over his wife to his wife. Watch this. Do not deprive each other. Deprivation of sexual relations. Is that the right way? Because let us be a question. Do not deprive each other of sexual. The, the word is it relations? Unless you both. Now, this is where the problem. We are answering it again. Who was this? So some of you, 70 days. Why would you say, Uku? All these are philosophies of men. Because this thing, uh, you see, let me tell you the problem. I know that this is a country people love pray. Everything about prayer, they'll be there. I don't have problem with it. But we shouldn't pray and lack knowledge. So don't pray. And whilst you are praying, your actions or the things you are doing, because you lack knowledge, you do something, and by the time you finish praying, you have broken your home. And these are things that if no pastor has told you, it's in the way. Watch this. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both refrain from sexual intimacy. Now watch this. This kind of Bible, say, this kind of commentary, say, they've taken everything about fasting from the Bible. So some of the Bibles, the reason why I go back to the King James is that if the thing is fasting, the translators took it. But you don't know. For instance, then Matthew chapter 21 verse 17, Jesus said, this kind of snow was said by fasting and prayer. If you have a new living translation, that particular verse, NIV, they take it. So instead of ending at 21, end at 20. So you see, this one, he never mentioned, eh? from sexual intimacy for a limited time so that you can give yourself more completely to what? But come to King James. Once were you fasting every? Because prayer there, and yes, sex. You have to come to the translation. That is why some people believe that some of the Bible, it was translated by some people who don't believe in Christ. They were just, or, or caught, take the, some, some even believe that they were just belong to. So they took some vital things from the Bible. What's this? Defrauding one another, except it be, it be with consent for a time that you may give yourself to what? But if you read it from that translation, you will see fasting. Fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan. Now, watch this. Defrauding not one another, except it be what? Concern. For, for what? A time. That you may give yourself to what? Fasting and prayer. And come together again that Satan tempt you not. Come back to verse number 
4. Let me show you something. The wife has not power over her body, but the husband. And the husband has no power over his body, but the wife. Amen. Keep going. Defraud ye not one another, except you be concerned for a time. That you may give yourself to fasting and prayer and come together again. That Satan tempt you not for your incontinence. Keep going. But I speak this by permission and not of concern. So he said that. Don't deprive each other of sex. Come back to. Come back to the previous verse. Verse 5. Hmm? Defraud ye not one another, except it be concerned for a time. Now come back to the living translation. Even though he didn't talk about the fasting, let's assume it's there. Do not deprive each other of our sexual relationship, unless you. I want you to get that way. Do what? Both what? Both this guy. This is his wife. Eh? Watch this. This lady said, I say, honey, Portis is doing 70 days fasting. Please, I want to join the fasting. So I'll be fasting. It means that you are the one fasting. I am not. There is another one. Both of you agree that the way Juma said, Yambo three days dry. It means that you are not fasting. And fasting. No, no. When this one makes a move, you are not fasting. But this fasting, you are the one doing it. Paul said, do not deprive each other on sexual relations. Except both agree to refrain. Both of agree. But if one decides to do it, the other one is not refraining. You are not fasting. Your fasting, I'm saying, Are you getting it? So, in the night, if the man make a move, you cannot say that because you are fasting, you are depriving him. However, you can even go and marry because today we have different church with doctrine. This guy must have listened to another preacher that he doesn't believe in fasting. So, if he doesn't believe it, if you try to do that, this guy will break his marriage. Sit down. Destroy his marriage. Be careful. Read your Bible well. Anyway, I've said too many things. Let me stop and ask some questions. Amen. Amen. The nose is here. The five dimensions of love in preaching. I'm looking for the nose for order. Did I tell you? This one is character. The security of every great home. Character development is not a gift. Character is not a gift. 
Lack of order creates crisis. Order is the mother of peace and progress. Yeah, yeah. So, you have to be preaching now. Now, questions. And I'm a kind of a baby. Auntie, over questions in the bra because I can't exhaust all of them. There is a point I make. I didn't go ahead. Carefully choose the home church that you reflect your belief. Hmm. Well, your church reviews your priorities. Anyway, let's keep going, girl. Uh -huh. First question. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Spirits don't have sex. But what is this that we always hear people say spiritual marriage? I, I had a dream, someone was having a sex with me in my dream. And he, it's not a physical thing. It's not a physical thing. There are three dimensions of dream. Let me show you this thing. A dream is either from God, it's anxiety, or it's from the devil. Did I now say another said, Why do you be one now? They are called you. And I said, Bronzam, they attack you. So when we say spirits don't have sex, uh, a spirit cannot make you pregnant. So what? There is a faculty of your being that demons are taking. Huh? And as a result of the pictures and the things you know and you have knowledge, because if you don't have any knowledge about sex, a demon cannot entice you in that in a dream. Are you getting the picture? Amen. So it already have to do with something. So maybe you pick that thing through a pornography you watch. You pick that thing through something you're supposed to watch you didn't watch. Some place supposed to, you're not supposed to go that you went. And then the devil, because the devil eh, is an opportunist. That's one thing about the devil. That is why if you look at one of the things you know, coronavirus is very demonic and from the devil itself. It's a very opportunistic sickness. So it attacks people that they, they say medically they have underlying conditions or sicknesses. It means that you already have some weakness. The virus take advantage of it and use that to destroy you. So when I say spirits don't have sex, say now to spirit be anti me my mouth suku I won't go to all. No auntie till what are there. No, what you said is a dream. Now the dream is only advantageous and blessing when you are picking it from God. If you read the Bible, there are people. God gave them dreams and God spoke to them like Solomon wisdom. It was a dream encounter. Apart from that dream, there are some dreams too. It's not harmful, it's anxiety. Gabe Why near you and the papa? It's just an anxiety. You are thinking. Amen. So, when we say spirit, you don't sleep with people. And maybe we have given it a term. For instance, there is no scripture in the Bible that says that a spirit sleeps with somebody. However, it happens. That's why you need to take the person through deliverance. 
But sometimes when I say something, you see now, he has quoted me, asked me a question, but you have to pick me from the context in which I said it. So the context in which I said it, I don't even demand that kind of question. However, I have to explain. Because when I said that, I also know that there are people that have what they call spiritual marriages and that. The spiritual marriage is a term from men. Because spirit is a Who collected the dowry? These are all human terms. Eh? There is some demonic covenant be somewhere that must be broken. For instance, some of them have be as a result of your past sexual life. Because there are people you slept to, you don't know the kind of person they are. Maybe I into some society. So as a result, because you can meet some people there. It's not a matter of they are just chasing girls. They are chasing girls based on the secret society they belong to destroy lives. There are people they are just having sex as a result of temptation. They are in a church. They want to marry you. You are caught with them. Something happened. You sleep and blah, blah, blah. That's different from somebody who is into a secret society. And as a result of what they do there, they've empowered them or the devil has empowered them to destroy life by going around to sleep with people. So that you come to church, you have to give you deliverance. Or that, but spirits don't have sex. Amen. And even a spirit sleep between a dream is not allowed. That is all about sorry, we give you deliverance. All right. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. My name is Louisa. Okay. Um, I never know your name except today. I'm happy to know your name, Louisa. Daddy, God bless you. Um, my question is two. Oh, there is two in one. Um, your question is what? Two in one. You talked about um, um, sex and fasting. For instance, I'm having a dry fast. Okay. Three days. On the third day, I'm very weak. Then my husband comes and he wants to fire. Yeah. What do I do? Allow. I can't handle it. If you are not clapping, you are hypocrite. Daddy, thank you for the answer, but my answer is <laughs> I've already given you the scripture. Okay. But sincerely, at that point, it's it, my my I'm so weak and I can't handle it. And I want to be sincere. Please. At that point, you are so weak. Oh, but weakness don't kill you. You are weak because you didn't drink a lot of water. And also, um, the fasting itself. But, okay, that thing can even empower you. Okay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That is why I say I want to gather you as a woman and explain something to you. When the idea comes to a man for sex, I don't know how true it is. I read it somewhere, but the way it was written, I even thought maybe it's one of those jokes. But they even said that when you deny a man of sex, at the time the appetite is high, it even reduces an age span. To be two o'clock by ten.
You see, let me tell all my daughters here. It is one of the things you can do and you break your marriage completely. That is why Richard Roberts said that all married problems are sex. Now, let me give you other dimensions. I don't want to say it. So, I was starting to say fasting as a woman. There is a glory that come upon you. It cannot be explained. But, a nunyambi unumbao and an attractive member. It's not you alone. If you ask a lot of wives here that do dry fasting, most of them will tell you they experience it. So, I don't want to encourage it at all that you use that as an excuse to deny a man of sex. No. Because Mikra Maibida, Mami bought three days, five days, maybe more. I mean, no, fasting. And I explained to us that fasting, we break it by food, not this. Me buy, we fasten to our souls. I will fasten our own DD. We in your cocoa. It's very simple. In fact, let me tell you something. There are even some whilst both of you are doing the fasting, accidentally happens. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because let me tell you something. God wants us to fast. But he will not force us to fast. It means anytime we are fasting, it's a willing sacrificial thing that we are doing. That is why I'm telling you that I didn't have time to preach you about the single life you live. Because all life starts with singlehood. The quality of when you are single will determine any kind of relationship you go through. So when you are single, if you were single and you were fasting that time, nobody would disturb you. So there are things that you enjoy when you are single. There are things you cannot enjoy. When you, you graduate from the singlehood and enter a certain level of relationship, all this apart. But I can also tell you that it's not every time you are fasting that he comes. But unfortunately, at that time, you fast at the time that something about you stirred the guy. You just quietly be there like a dead body. Just tell him that. Just tell him that. Tell him that um, because of the way I'm going through, please serve yourself. I, I will not have time to serve you like the way I want to. And then, now listen. The reason for that is that, listen, you want to keep your home peaceful. You don't want to finish the fasting, break it, and there's tension. You don't need it. Because a man can take dangerous offense as a result of that. Let me tell you something. I know one of the marriages I'm dealing with that is breaking because after the girl denied the guy sex three times because she was fasting, the guy even concluded that she's committing adultery. The guy strongly believed that the, the girl is committing adultery. His wife. And he's not convinced about those things. So, please, marriage can be very complicated. And if you are wise, there are things you don't do. However, you can get a very understanding man. Amen. Like I was telling you about Mami Sue. I was joking. But uh, it never, if Mami is fasting and he tells me, I, I will not even disturb her in those days. Yeah. But not all men 
But I'm saying that to let you know that I can't stand here because I've given you the scripture. Unless both. Both. Because once you are fasting dry, your husband is not fasting dry. Whatever spiritual blessing you are getting, you are getting for you and the whole family. So why do you want to get a blessing and come back and create tension? Allah. Wisdom. God bless you, Daddy. Amen. Thank Please, you. The second one is that um, between my husband and I, I'm the outgoing one. He's very quiet. You can hardly enter his mind. And it's you can hardly enter his mind mm. to know what he's feeling, what he's doing, what the vision for the family is, how we can work together and arrive at a safe destination. And it's been like so I'm in my nineteenth year of marriage and it's consistent. So every time I say we are we are not getting anywhere. How do I work with? Yeah. There's a way to get it, but you don't know the method. You want it to come like you, because the tempera temperamentally, you are totally different people. Two of you are there, you are direct opposite. So, um, because it's a temperamental issue, I am being careful to answer it. Because the answer will give, might help you. But somebody will go apply to create a problem for them. best way to do is that you will have to always take that leadership position and drag him into it if need be there is other dimension but I wish I have to talk to you personally and tell you because I don't want to because you see what I'm putting here is going all over the world yes, and because it's going all over the world somebody may listen to because you see I'm preaching things here that somebody will listen to me in America she might find it difficult to listen to what I'm saying because cultural wise and things and stuff and, and, and environment and people's traditions and culture and things but I'm trying to give us so I have to stay in the context of the word in the Bible, there are people like Deborah. In Ghana, there are people like Yasantua. There are things like that that they have to take on the leadership. The Queen of Sheba and all those um, 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 women who took. So, it, 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 it's, 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 I mean, the picture is just there. If you are sitting down for him to take that decision, you might not move forward. But I promise you, if you take it, but if you handle it wisdom, he'll back you up. But in your case, you wish he take it and you follow. It will not work. If it's not built for that, it doesn't. There are other dimensions I don't want to go. But don't get frustrated about it at all. Take it. Thank, thank you, Daddy. Please, I want to ask this question. Is it compulsory to do uh, wedding or you can do engagement and stay as couples? How old is he? How old are you? Please, I'm 27 years. Wow. 27 years. What question did he ask? Is it? I, 
Daddy, please, I ask that. Uh -huh. Can you do engagement and stay as couples? Or it is important to do the wedding also as well? If you are not a Christian, okay. you can do engagement and stay at couples. Thank you, Daddy. But in the context of the Bible, yes. engagement is not accepted as marriage. Okay. You have to finish the engagement. Okay. And then you come and do But Let me explain a little about the wedding so that we don't get it mixed up. The wedding we are talking about is not selling wedding card. Okay. Uh, invitation card. And going to see uh, Mrs. Designer Blue to design a wedding gown. It is a wedding that all you need is to get a man of God okay. which may be three people from your family. Three people from your wife's family come to Porter City. Yeah. You can't do it at your home because your home is not gazetted. Okay. By the laws of Ghana, if you do wedding in your home mm. and we tear a certificate and give it to you, the certificate is not authentic. Unless there is a bay leaf sitting there. Mm. But here has been gazetted. So you can bring your family and three people and wear t-shirt <laughs> and slippers. Or okay. for the better Thank word, you, wear you. African dress. No, no, no. Your your top, and then you wear your trousers, and you can even wear chalewati oh. or bathrooms and stand there. If you don't charity or some kambu word, and then the pastors will say, say these words after me. Take you through the vow, put a ring in your hand, tell you may kiss your bride, write the certificate, go to the supermarket, get so below six bottles. <laughs> Get a German six bottle, say it for the people that came and go home. And I promise you, if where you go, they don't default us, we allow things like that. And all the money that you print the invitation card, you print the deception. Use that to buy a washing machine, buy a fridge, buy some groceries, and enjoy your life. Yeah. Who do you, who are you trying to impress? And I tell you, people have impressed people to their grave. So thank you for your question. That is it. Engagement is not married. Yes, my dear. <clears throat> um, thank you, Professor Nasi. Mine is about the sexual intimacy with your partner. Let's see. For instance, your husband is putting you through severe emotional abuse, emotional torture, and probably he knows that he has to. He knows how to. Um, deny you of certain things but then he could get sex from you and even with that when he sleeps with you probably he does not wait for you to reach your orgasm and he just rolls have off. you married before uh, no prophet man i say <laughs> go ahead go ahead what's your problem please keep quiet and listen So, um, or is it that an experience that you know happened to somebody? 
Yes. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So because of these things in the Bible, mm -hmm. they are saying we shouldn't deny we shouldn't deny each other. Yet he's deliberately abusing you. He knows what he's doing is torturing you. He's taking pride in it. He's enjoying it. How do you Yet, know he if knows? he wants to? Um, I've heard it. I know people share it. Okay. And Yet, yet, when he wants to have it, he just comes to you. He doesn't care. Probably he's not even helping financially. Must you still give him when you know your heart is not freely must, involved? Must you still give him the sex? Yes, when you know your heart is not f uh, fully involved in it. And you are hurting even after everything. Um, very, very intelligent. That's why I'm asking whether you're married. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 28. 28? Yes. Oh, I thought you were like 16 years or there. <laughs> oh, she looks very young and very, very pretty. Anyway, well, um, very, very intelligent question. Thank the you. first thing is I, I like the way you started. Your husband. If you were here yesterday, I spoke about this whole thing you explained. Okay. Abuse, the beating, everything from the foundation. So when we get a foundation wrong, don't forget what I said. Foundation cannot be renovated. Okay. The Bible says if the foundation is destroyed. You see, I cannot come and try to correct and try to repair a superstructure which foundation is wrong. Okay. So the abuse, the torture, it's all because there are things we ignore you overlook and probably like i said people leave the presence go outside the presence drag a man to the presence and bring them and try to change them most of the marriages that are breaking people have married for wrong reasons remember the quote i started remember the first thing i told you that you cannot experiment it if you marry a man that is going to abuse you from the foundation, you should be able to know. Okay. Number one, is he a Christian? Does he believe what I'm believing? I tell you, all the guys here listening to what I'm preaching, I'm not guaranteed 100%, but at least 95% will not abuse a woman Amen. because of what they are here. Amen. But however, if I have to answer your question, what do you do? If you decide not to give him the sex, what to follow after? Can you handle it? He's already abusing you. If you come, there was recently, just about three weeks ago, I read in Joy News or Ghana Web or where somebody want to have an affair with his wife. The wife emphasized on condom and the man doesn't want to use the condom and beat the woman and he died was in the news he died so she has died he has died free just because of robber <laughs> that's it so you see all the things i'm talking like i'm saying I, I will not even answer a question out of the context of the bible because the point was is again if you get the foundation wrong I wish I mean there's a message that is strong in my spirit and that is the 
the stage and the quality of your singlehood life for your entire every relationship starts with the quality of your single life how you were raised how you live as a single young lady it leads you and if you are going to marry somebody that will abuse you it too be for instance if you are caught here with a guy you are in a church she takes you out you go there is drinking campari and gin drinking guineas even though you are drinking malt but he, you know this stupidity to, I believe in God I accept God in my heart I accept God in my heart those nonsense and then they are talking and then your head is like you are trying to ignore later if he beat you and abuse you you cannot come to me and think that no but we never heard of Adam abusing Eve either before the fall or after the fall you never heard of it it's not there but the point I'm trying to make is that if that is your question have you left the marriage? you have it you are still in the house she is not treating you right she is abusing you she is doing all kinds of things whether deliberately consciously I don't know but you are there and once you are there wisdom tells you that it's not in your good interest that you are going to deny sex you might not give your consent. You might not love it. But you have to give it. For your peace sake. And keep praying to where God takes you. But if you ask me what to do. My answer is that. Everything you say. The foundation might be wrong. And so I cannot correct it where it is now. The only one who can correct it is God. Thank you. And God can only correct it by changing your husband. Amen. Thank you very much. Daddy, first of all, I want to thank God for the gift of your life. Meeting, um, coming to Portis has been a blessing. My question is, um, Considering where I come from and the background and things I saw concerning marriage. In my case, at a point I was like, I wouldn't get married. Yes. I was like, if this is how marriage is, then sorry. <laughs> and I want you to know that that is one of the reasons I'm even doing the conference. You know, you will look many people. There are even some that are pretending to go inside, but the idea of going inside. <laughs> Because like yesterday, somebody made a contribution that we have emphasized on the negative so much. That is why when I preach, I try to let you know that me, I have enjoyed. I have enjoyed by the grace of God and the knowledge and the things I've gathered. I cannot sit here and say marriage is bad. I've, I have lived it. So, I have not really preached that message. I have not even spoken about it. But, the ability to drop the past pictures because you see your memory gives you the picture of your past and your imagination gives you the picture of your future sometimes you must delete something from your memory and it can only be deleted by the things you hear that will go into it and delete something but however let me leave you to continue your question okay so my question here is um after i encountered porters 
I made a conscious decision to enjoy my singlehood. I had gotten the um, certainty within me that it was okay to enjoy singlehood. And now I, there has been a renewed mind about so what now marriage... you are moving to the next level. Yes, moving to the next so level. So you are deleting some things now. Yes. Okay. Are you deleting or you are deleted or you are not trying to... <laughs> Daddy, there's a confusion about what the mind is going through. That's why I'm asking this question. There's a confusion about what the mind is going okay, through. Go ahead. So, um, ever since I decided to give myself an opportunity, I have realized that um, when a man talks to me about marriage or express their interest in me, it awakens um, an un like anxiety, which I personally do not. Sometimes when I realize I'm not able to handle the anxiety, if I realize I just switch off from them. So I want to know how do I overcome that anxiety? Yes. Now, and those of you who are not clapping, give me one reason why you are not clapping. And I want to really emphatically say that this is one of the best questions that we can ever hear because if you remember along my presentation, I even said that some of you were, you remember I said that your feeling has died. Your sensitivity can die. Some of you, when we press you, nothing will shake you. Yeah. In fact, one man told me, he said, Papa, my, heart, my wife doesn't have feeling. I said, how? He said, oh, Papa. I said, have you touched the bomb? So, so, I know someone has a BBI everywhere. Later, when I spoke to the lady, I realized that her past experience has killed some things inside. So, girl, this is a way to answer it. Um, as a result of what you heard and what you saw, it just just didn't present like a picture it you managed to allow it to enter your soul so then this whole thing they call marriage is the most dangerous thing you can ever get in then the devil begin to work on it and as a result of that he has managed to plant something inside you now you are getting rid of it there is a scripture that says taste and see This is the sad thing. This is the sad thing. As pretty as you look, if you don't get rid of it, you are going to deny somebody of his joy, of his love. Whatever you saw is not your fault. You couldn't have seen it, but you have seen it. That's why I ask you that are you deleting or about to delete? Or you have deleted? Or you are in the process or you are trying to whichever one but the best thing is that delete it and taste and see <laughs> hallelujah
Amen. Do you have a glass here? This is pineapple juice. Do you know it's nice? Do you know it's nice? You don't know? I'm telling you. Watch this. The reason I'm talking this way is that I have The reason she said he doesn't know is because he has not. So kill your anxiety. Give her the microphone. Watch this. Whatever is in your mind, we cannot solve it. Whatever you're feeling, we cannot solve it. As long as you have not tasted apple juice, you will not know how apple juice tastes like. So kill everything about what you saw in the past. What your feeling is. Go by the process I'm teaching you. Enter and taste. Thank you very much. It's pineapple juice. Have you seen that it's nice? Have, have you have you have you seen oh, it's very nice from the way I'm drinking it? So you are telling okay, if the way I'm drinking, take it. It's nice so. Right. Okay. Um as part of breaking out of my shelves. Daddy, I want to ask a follow-up question. How is um, my marriage connected to that of my parents? Because um, the last time I remember, my mom in the house was over 20 years ago. And they are not people who have lived their separate lives and minding their business. There has been that tension and fight consistently, even to date. So, sometimes... So, I understand. It's, it's sensitive. You know what? But let me tell you this. Don't let your past define your destiny. Because, unfortunately, let me give you my side of the story. I saw my father. I think I was in class four. Our last born, when my father was traveling, was pregnant. My mother was pregnant. In fact, interestingly, something interesting happened. My junior brother, Nanaya, he was the third one. We have four brothers. I'm the firstborn. Was having his wedding at Akimoda. That's where his wife is from. We were there. And my father 
after he left us because all the four boys were raised by my mom when he came he called my junior brother last one has ever seen my father so when he came is the one he saw he didn't know his son he too didn't know his father so both of us were not in the house and he asked the man to stay i said oh, i'm looking for is that the house this this he said so stay outside you sit here nobody's in the when they come but that's his dad now watch this so in my case look at a boy that is raised by his mother and look at the things i'm teaching now i don't know anything i didn't grow up in a house my mother did something for me. I don't know why I did that. I almost went through, but for my primary life, I went through boys' school or that prejudice school or that prejudice boy. It was, I went through boys' school, went to St. Paul's. So I went through boys' school all my life, raised by a woman, have four brothers without a sister. So naturally, I'm not supposed to be a good husband. But I never allow my past to control my future. Now this is it. You are not your mom and your dad. And they are privileged to give birth to you. But if you are going to live your life based on their experience, you will crush your future. This is rather the point. You must rather vow that if it is a picture you produce, I'm going to produce another picture. That will probably annihilate and change the history i'm telling you even my mother sometimes listening to me and say i wish i'm young to listen to you so never anybody that is failing in life they have dragged their past into their present and to their future because yesterday is a grief today is a womb Tomorrow is an opportunity. God has made it in such a way that you must walk out of your Egypt to get to your Canaan land. And if you don't walk out of your past, you'll never be in your future. Again, let me tell you, your mother and your father is not the standard for marriage life. And you can't blame them for what happened to them. Maybe maybe if they had the opportunity to listen to things like this they could have changed but it didn't come you can't blame them but you cannot allow them to affect you you are too beautiful to mess your future and listen this is what i want to do i don't want you to hold this mindset unless some innocent guy pay for something he doesn't deserve it shall be well with you yes it's, it's five o'clock now yes go ahead thank you so much for all the gems that are both by, by the way my 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 did you uh, there is just oh you have something else to say again you are okay now you have something okay give it to her i'm, I'm very good yes 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 the last question i was about to finish uh -huh. was um when i encountered um your your preaching I took it upon myself to move on. Okay. So, as part of my decision to move on, I kind of turned away from the activities of the family. Okay. Um, 
turning deaf ears to whatever that was happening because it's always one fire to another and it just looked like we've been looking forward to this fire to quench and mm -hmm. it just looked like every time petrol is being added to it. I want to know if it's a good decision and I also think it's part of my anxiety because I feel that um, after turning deaf ears to the activities that's happening and things that they think that I should be concerned about because I don't want to continuously listen to it. I sometimes feel, I don't know how to get back in case, um, I, I don't know how to fit back. I, I don't know if you understand. Okay, how many yes. are your siblings? We are four. Uh, I'm the uh, last of four. You are the last four. Where are all, all, the, all the old ones, are they married? So this is it. My bigger brother um, got married and got divorced mm -hmm. and got married again. Mm -hmm. The second one, my sister, had a child before marriage, mm -hmm. got married again, mm -hmm. and the husband died. Mm -hmm. But the third one isn't married. And you are the last one? Yes, please. Yeah. So, um, you are struggling. Of, are you living with them now? No, please. I live alone. You live alone? Yes, please. But I think your concern now is that, you see, this is blood. Because uh, much as you are living alone, that was not your plan. No. You wanted to live with your parents, enjoy life. Somebody come to marry you. Your father give you money, you work out. It didn't go as that way. Now, you are struggling with trying to come back and make things work and all that. Okay, this is what I do. You don't detach yourself so much from them. I don't know the state where you are now, but whatever you are living, if you are there, once in occasion, you visit them. If you are working, you buy some things, you bless them, and you stay away, and you continue to pray for them and believe God. Because I also want you to know that there's another thing you are dealing with, and that is a party. And you have to pray enough to make sure that things like this will not be repeated in yourself. But wherever, one day you leave. But thank God you have already left somehow. Not probably fully because you are not married yet. But don't just struggle with the point of trying to drag yourself into something that will steal your joy again. Whatever you are enjoying now, just keep quiet and enjoying it and keep praying. And then like I said, you are not in loggerhead with your parents. No. You are not in any disagreement, I mean, kind of fighting with them, but you just want to. You are tired of this instability yeah, and confusion at home. And so that one is left with them to make sure they make the adjustment they feel they have to make. But then you have to live your life. Keep on renewing your mind as you keep hearing that things. Right? And vow that you will produce another picture. Amen. And that one is a charge I'm giving to you. That five years from now, ten years from now, if you are married with your children surrounding you, everybody in your family will look at you. And they have to tell testimony that you have changed the history of this family. And let that be and if, you, if your heart decides that one, God will help you navigate a way to get it. God bless you.
Good evening, Prophet. Thank you so much for all the gems that you're giving us. So I have two questions. Since Father's Day this year, you preached a message about how a husband is actually a father. And if a husband cannot take his wife as his daughter, then we're in danger, to simplify what you said, but I'm not quoting you directly. Um, so in terms of when we are, before we get married, what are some of the signs that you can tell us to look out for to know if a man is a father to us? Because I feel like that's something that's difficult to deduce if you are dating or in friendship or in courtship. So what are some signals that, I don't know if you can say it, when the men are here, but if you could give us some, I feel like that's something we would appreciate. Because it's not it's not for you to know. It's the men that must learn to know and have that understanding. Are you getting it? It's very difficult for you because if, like what I said is that, like what I said is, it's a strong, I was just trying to give you an example of hurting in the spirit because there are things we demonstrate. But in the demonstration, you have to ask, well, who gave this idea? Where is it coming from? And if it's from the Bible, or if it's not from the Bible, what is the rationale or the idea behind this action? Okay, so anytime you go to, you are come to have a wedding, you see a man come here. This is this man's father. And then, I, I think that's the way you do it, AC and come. AC, are you sleeping? I think the dads, the dads hold their daughter. Is that the way it is? Yes. And they are bringing them. Is that correct? Okay, and then who is not married here? What is a man? Uh -huh. Please, I don't. I'm. I'm not doing any uh, any any lesbians here. Now, so this guy is going to marry this girl. She is standing at the altar. This is the way you do, Amen. Because sometimes when I come and you do an action, I can go back and do a research and find out why this thing is there. So I'll go to the Bible first. Because if it's not in the Bible, like first time I went to marriage and I saw somebody exchanging vice, he would say this after me for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. Immediately I went to the Bible and I tell you that I was not married. And I wonder, ah, Lord, why is marriage for better, for poor, for sickness, in disease? Why? <laughs> no, because if that is what it is, there's an anticipation that I must expect that. Now what is the sense of entering to it? Then I want to stay single and not be poor. I want to stay single and not be sick. That is what they are trying to say is that you are going to prosper, but expect to be poor in that. So I started reading the Bible and I couldn't get it. Because all the things God said about marriage, I realized that there's nothing like poorer and richer and that. But if you ignorantly do something and you become poor, don't connect you to your marriage. Now watch this. So what is this significant? What are some of the songs that they sing? To God be the group. No, it's here. The way our son is as an apostle. I think they hold them in some way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To God. Now watch this. Watch this. So whilst they are singing, this girl is wearing a white gown. Smiling so much more. This is his dad. This man has raised this girl from the day she was born. The girl has now grown. Huh? She's going to hand her over to another man. That means that this man is saying that there is something I've handled to a certain point and I'm trying to hand it over for you to continue. 
What is this man's responsibility over this guy? You raise us a dad. So if he's giving it to you, then part of the thing is that the fatherhood responsibility among other things. I am asking you to continue. Number two, the Bible also said that God took the rib of Adam, sorry, uh, and created Eve. That means that the woman comes from the man. Yes, the man doesn't come from the woman. Every woman here comes from a man. Yes, but a man doesn't come from a woman. Yes, because the woman that have the seed. Yes, hey, are you alive or you are gone? Yes, so watch this. Watch this. What a woman needs. Eh? He comes here, hand over to her. And then this guy holds the girl. When he holds her, it doesn't even end there. Hey, Chema. <laughs> now watch this. This one, the violin take it by force. This one, eh? then this one eh? must continue. It means that something is happening here. Something is seriously happening here. What the daddy says that uh, don't only carry my daughter as your mm. sex partner. Mm. I want you to also father Jesus. Continue the responsibility. She didn't come to you naked. She didn't come to you without food from her infancy up to now. Watch this. She was not sleeping in the gutter. For instance, if you marry one of my daughters, I have never abused her. They live in a very peaceful atmosphere. The father is saying that this young man should continue and if possible do better. So then, if I have to answer your question, it's not something to find out. The men must know. Yes. The men must do what? No. How do I know that? It is wired in all the women here that after certain years of marriage, you naturally call your husband daddy. My wife never called me daddy from the beginning. But now, it is a commonest thing. He's talking to the children. Let's wait for daddy. And da, da, da. sometimes accidentally. That's what it is. Da, da. Because one of the responsibilities of a woman is that he needs a dad. That is why any decision is taken, you come back to you. What do you think about it? That is this one's concern. This question she asked, that I, it was a little sensitive for me to answer. That was that. So the man should be not just a husband, a sex whatever champion, but also in the equation, you have to also operate as a dad. And once you get that revelation, it's difficult to abuse a woman. Once you get that revelation, bam! 
you always, because let me tell you something. I always want my daughters to be happy. I want them to be happy. I go midnight pray. Sometimes when I'm praying, I go to their room, kiss their cheek, and then hug them. I don't know. I don't think unless I'm there. But if I'm there in a house, I think sometimes I give them a peg on their forehead maybe 10 times in a day. I meet them everywhere. And I just, just I'm telling you, when you meet them, they know their dad loves them. It's, they, they cannot think twice about it. It's not something. It's not something. I have just lived that way with them. Sometimes they sleep, I go and just pray with them and give them a, a peg in their cheek. Sometimes one of the closes, open his eyes, smile, and then I cover them and I go back. And that's what it is. Now watch this. And so, if one day you have an opportunity to marry them, you just have to continue that way. Because once you live with a lady like a daughter, her pain becomes your pain. I tell you, one of the painful things, I grew up raising children, I can't stand is when they are sick. So one day, sometimes I tell Lord, Lord, fine, fine. Just take the sickness, put it on me. I will take them, let them be fine. Are you getting it? You just don't want them to, you just don't want to see them go through. They have cold and they, no, 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 Lord, take that sickness and give it. You just want to carry it for them. But because you see us just some kind of somebody who must sexual and satisfy your, you sexually and then cook for you and stuff like that, the abuse is all over. But once you see us a daughter, so naturally. So when the father gives that to you, that is what the man is saying. Because the thing about women is that they never leave. No. A man will leave his father and mother and be, but God never said a woman should leave. It means a woman never stops. A man will leave. So there's a place a man must be disconnected from the parent, but a woman can't. Because he leaves one father to go to another father. So I'm not living with mommy as somebody with no, 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 I'm telling you. I'm also living to her I, as a father. And I give her the leadership directions. I pray, I pray with her. I pray with her and I pray for her. Yes, sir. I lay hands on her. I lay hands on my daughters and her. Yes, and I give her leadership. No, this is what you are doing. No. No, no, no. This one, no. No, girl. This thing won't work. No, please. No, no, no. This one, to not help you. You have to stop it immediately. No, do it. And you make them feel comfortable. I'll give you an example. I never let my wife. I remember when we married, she gave birth to the third born, and there was this thing he put in his stomach because something. And I realized that it was not an easy thing. I never knew. So he had this thing, he pressed it, and I think he wanted his stomach to be flat. One of the things I couldn't preach is that a lot of women are under pressure. To become something because the man has not encouraged them and tell them I like you for who you are so when mommy was doing one day I saw that he was doing the thing and then he come to church he can't dance and <laughs> so one day I saw it and I said ah, what's the meaning of this why are you tying this thing and then he said oh my stomach I said Ooh. I said for what I said no you want the flash to I said I told her I said girl listen 
Some things don't change overnight. Please. Please. You don't expect to have a teacher and you have a flat tummy. You will get it, but give it time. Stop doing this thing. I like you for how your tummy is. And immediately, I stop all the pressure. That is contrary to look at the way you are. Look at the way you have changed. No. Now, sometimes I tell her, I say, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry for your, your tummy that you, because this is not the way you are. When I pick you, I know that my, me and my kids has, yes, I tell her. And as I promise you that, we are going to, we are, it's going to help. Sometimes he tell me this, this, this week, I want us to go for work. I say, no problem. I'm tired, but we wake up. I say, let's go for work. And then you try. Sometimes you say, I want us to gym. And then it's okay. No problem. We will be going. We will help you do it. Yeah. And then you just, just ability because it's not just a wife. I'm a dad. So I never, I never put unnecessary pressure on her to become something. I stop. This is that we're living in money. I stop immediately. I say no, stop, girl. No, 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 please, don't do this. I said no, no, no. You want flat tummy to do what? I said there are things you do. It has conquers of side effect because you are trying to press something that is not there. It's going to go, but give it time, and don't force it. It's going to go as you go for walk and as you do things. It's going to go and just don't worry yourself about it i love you for who you are and for what you are and i remember i told her i said listen where i'm standing now the one that i said it i said where i'm standing with you now the love and the beauty i want is not from the one from the outside i want it because at a certain point you don't need physical beauty you want the beauty that comes from the inside <laughs> and i caught it but however, I've seen men that trying to undermine their wife and use their shape as an excuse and look at the way you are and look at I told you no 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 no. So let me tell you something, girl. If I have to come back, sit down, guys. If I have to come back and answer your question, eh, I wish you know. But if you know and you don't know, it doesn't help you. It's something every man that knows. What I'm telling you is a revelation. You can even pastors don't know. They can be a pastor, they can be anointed, they don't know. The maritime. Eh, it's so complicated that you can't be heavily anointed and still be a bad husband. Yes. Like contrary to the way some of you want to marry pastors passionately, if I get a pastor to marry, they introduce me, uh, Mrs. Obulela, then you wave your hand. It's more than you are thinking. Let me, let me, let me hear your next question. Okay, so my second question is a cultural question. I hope I've answered you. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I'll much try. clarity. Um, so you've talked about different cultural expectations that can influence a marriage. So let's say a lot of us may marry into a culture that we're not actually from, whether it's Africa or outside. So something that I was, I just wanted to ask and get your opinion on. It doesn't necessarily have to be scripturally based. Um, what is or is there any spiritual significance of a woman changing her name when she gets married? So in terms of the surname, because in the Bible we don't really, we don't really see any surnames yeah, or any have, change. You have just answered it. It's not in the Bible.
David will say, Sela. It means full stop. My name is Ivio Pokusakode. Fine, but it's not in the Bible. There is no way the Bible says when you marry, you should adopt your husband's name. That's why I'm saying that there are things we practice. It's a kind of human ideology and philosophy. Full stop. <laughs> Anytime I'm listening to Hero News, there's a place called No Comment. Yeah. And things are running. This one, No Comment. Thank you so much. I have one more. Um, this was, I wanted to ask yesterday. We had a little digression about um, or contribution. I can tell you that if you go and marry a man that wants you to have his name, decide no, it can create a problem. Like America, there are things they sign. My name is Serena Williams. I've already become popular with that name. I don't want to change it. Because your name is called uh, Abrokoto. Nobody knows that name. Yes. So, over there, some people can have a name and decide not to change it. Because the name has traveled. That's gone. And so that you can sell names. Because most of the things you sell, it's not a product, it's a name. You bought it because it's called Gucci. It's the most useless thing. But that name is on it. You can buy something because it's called Louis Vuitton. You can buy something because that. Most time when I travel, I address and people say just name. So once you make a name, you can sell it. And you cannot demand until you are in demand. So don't say, say please write your name. Uh, it's not in the Bible. You create a problem for yourself. Okay. So the last question is based on divorce. So yesterday you gave us the specific context within which divorce is permitted in the Bible. And my question was to, if you could say anything to help people who deal with condemnation when they've had divorce outside of that specific context. So there are people that feel that maybe they've lost their salvation. Obviously this is deception and lack of knowledge, but what can you say to someone who feels that their um, salvation has been tied to their divorce? Some of those things, let me tell you, it all depends on the last point I couldn't run the commentary on. It depends on where you go to church. Remember I gave you a particular point. Because there are some things, what I'm giving you here, there are places you go, you can't get it. You must understand it straight. I mean, I'm not even talking about just most of the Pentecostal churches, they try. But their churches, they don't talk about these things at all. And so, it will be very difficult to still stay there and expect. Because much of the Bible gives the context for that, man, uh, the divorce. If you are there, a man says he doesn't love you again. The man has left you. The bailiff has served you a notice. You come to the court. They divorce you. Are you going to sit down and die? No. Somebody must marry. So you to tell me to deal with your um, condemnations and whatever is coming on in your mind, you have to be at the right place. Hear the have the right information. Hear the right way. Pray the right prayer, and naturally the spirit of the Lord will help you out. Because the real deliverer is the Holy Spirit. Thank you.
Daddy, God bless you so much for this light and wisdom. Um, please, I want to ask that with the marital vows, the officiating minister, knowing and having this kind of revelation that marriage is for better and for better, and not for better and worse, is it that I will have to talk to him What a question. <laughs> that when you don't have time, so keep quiet and let's let's that when it gets to the vows, my belief systems don't match with for better and for worse and for sickness and for health. Let me cut your question and tell you this. You don't need to go and teach him. If you go to a church, they say that you know. And if you go to any system where they say those things, you know. And if you don't know, you have to ask the man. But because, for instance, to know the way we exchange vows here, you have to come to one of our weddings. Yeah. And you see it. So where you are going to marry, you see it. I'll show you something that happened. Go back to Google and watch Obama's swelling into power. The justice make a mistake. She was saying something. She asked Obama to say something. I interest Obama has memorized the vow, so he didn't say it. Go back and watch it. It became a whole thing. Because the chief judge, the man was shivering. I think just swelling in a black man into power. But the man didn't say it. So Obama paused. The man corrected himself. What he said, they say if Obama even said it. It might not make him qualify to be the president. But thank God he learned all those things before he came. Whether he did it out or whatever. So, I'm not cutting. I will still let you finish your question. But it looks like I'm a little ahead of you. Knowing what is in your mind. Your concern is, if you go and stand there, for better, for, then you say for better, for richer, for poorer, for Gotham, for cook, then you, you say, you know, but whatever they say, you say there fine some of them they have done it for years and i can't stop them and i'm not saying because like i said this thing i'm saying is very sensitive somebody has said me it's offended but i'm talking about the context of the bible i don't think here we, we say those things we don't say those things i mean now you can't say for better and yet our name be brianca for better for paula need for richer for paula for for gotham and for kukutameka that thing is just poor we have destroyed that thing because where's our spirits you are trying to ask that if the man say what do you do yes if you go there the man say for better for worse and for you rich. say for better for better <laughs> oh so wait when the man say i get your question when the man say say this and when he say say for better for where then you say when he say where they say for better for better, for for better. better. <laughs> Well, whether the minister will agree, that one I can't tell. But the prayer is, I wish everybody will understand it. Eh? Now let me tell you this. I want to tell you how it came up. For instance, do you know the reason why some churches baptize children? And they bring them, they pour water on them. You know, they take water. There are people here, they've been baptized like that. Do you know why they do that? When the reformations were going on, the Presbyterians broke 
out. If I attend the Anglicans came first. The difference between the Anglicans and the Roman Catholics are the Anglicans, some of the priests said that no. These two men hanging around us. We cannot be saying we are doing pastor, we can marry them. Because I didn't know we say we are fathers, but we are fiery. So then the, 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 the only difference is that they decided they will come out and marry. Then Martin Luther also came out to the Reformation. And what happened was that she came out that they just shall live by faith. Now, when they were coming out, they were killing some of them. So they, they, they got to the baptism site to baptize. And when they see that you are part of the Reformation, they press you into the water. By the time they bring you out, you are dead. So when you retouch history, you decide let's stop those baptisms. Then that is where the sprinkling start. But now nobody is killing anybody, but they've not come back. So when they anticipated that people shouldn't divorce, and they should expect that the marriage they are going through, there might be sickness, there might be poverty. But if it can stay, they added it. It is not even the, the Bible was not even spared. Jesus said that from the beginning it was not so. But Moses put that because of the hardness of your heart. Ha! Ah, are you getting the picture now? Yes, please. So, there's a reason they brought it. But by revelation, it's not in the Bible. Yeah. It's not there. Amen. Amen. It's not in the Bible. So, well, to ask me that you said for better and for better, it depends on you and whoever is officiating your wedding. <laughs> it's very difficult for me to answer. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> All right, maybe. Uh, 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 online. online, yes. Um, oh, we are still online. Yes, Papa, we are online. Right. Most of the questions that are coming um, online, your sons and daughters, they answer them. No, I don't understand. Okay. So, most of the questions that come online, uh -huh. the people that are really connected to Porter City, they answer them on the online. Oh. So the Porterians are helping me and they are answering people. God bless all the online people. Making the work so easy for me. So there's one question that came online that most of them, uh, maybe we can look at it. He said, um, Please, Daddy, I am courting. And during these 70 days, I told my fiancée about it. And when she visits me, she always put on television and spend her night on the floor for about five days to distract me when I'm listening to the evening service and family prayer time. Daddy, as a matter of fact, I got angry and took my key from her. Told her not to come to my place again just because she's slow in prayer and too pride proud in character she cheated on me twice <laughs> I, I, I think the in-house people have also answered already so she's asking he's asking what um, he should do whether to sack her or pray for her. 
I'm waiting for you to be quiet, then I will talk. You have to learn to just learn and not talk. Now, hear this. There's even something he said. He comes there for five days. Yeah. To do what? Now, hear this. Have you noticed the things I'm preaching? Why are you surprised that he's cheating on you? Because even both of you are cheating. I will never accept any genuine courtship from. I will never accept a courtship as genuine. When the guy came to your place and spent five days. So all of you and some of you, you start a wrong foundation. You build on it. And when you come to church, you make it look like it's demons. So you come one day and start chasing prayer meetings. You are here praying with this person on Congo. Then you pray with this person on Afghanistan. You pray with this person on Nigeria. They come to Ghana with the mind that uh, God must help me. And the miracles God must change. The foundation is not correct. This is not something you should ask me a question whether I should let him go. Amen. If you are caught in it, let me tell you. The, 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 the quickest and the easiest person to have sex with is your fiancé. So you must avoid a certain, I don't know how to put it. You must give yourself space. You don't. When we were caught in those days, we even asked people caught in that. They shouldn't stay in a secluded place without a third person. That's why I'm telling you that where your style of your dating and courtship is different from when we're in the SU. Some of you today don't believe that you can stay pure and you can stay outside sex or marriage. There are things you don't need. There are things that you don't believe in your system. So you have created too many problems for yourself. Because let me tell you, the danger of a sex before marriage is that you break trust. So already, the symptoms have started. He cheated on me twice. So once he sleeps with you, he can sleep with everybody. Anybody that can commit fornication can commit adultery. Maurice and of blessing me say all truths are parallel. All lies are parallel. So they are parallel. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So don't ask me what to do. Even if you decide not to stay and stay with her, you don't have a future. I can stand and tell there's no future for that relationship. Look at the symptoms you are giving. Proud. What else again? Not prayerful. Not prayerful, yes, sir. Love watching television. Yes, sir. And distract you when you are fasting. Yeah. And it's going to increase when you marry. These are the symptoms. When you marry, the rare ones will show up. So I'll not answer your question whether to break or to stay. Yes, my father. So, I think he took the keys from the lady and then he was asking, uh, the, the lady is not picking up her call again. So he was, he was asking whether it is wrong that he took the keys. Oh, so it's a boy rather that is sending me. Yes, sir. I even thought it's the girl. Oh, are you sure yourself? Yes, sir. But somebody says somebody is not prayerful. No, the lady is not prayerful. Oh, then I'm getting there. I get it very wrong. Okay. Let me get it right. The house is for the lady. No, for the guy. The gentleman. Yes, sir. 
and the lady came to visit him. Yes, sir. So it's the lady that cheated on the guy twice. Yes, sir. Are you sure? <laughs> Let me have got it the opposite. What is the lady? And the boy is asking whether to leave him. <laughs> Sorry, to leave her. She asked whether to do what? So because I hope he has brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Papa. And this is, a, I think, it's a compliment. Uh, um, somebody joined the online, and he said, "I now get why the guys I know that grow under your anointing are so unique and different." Wow. Uh, uh, please let me finish let me finish he said i now get why the guys i know that grow under your anointing are so unique and different to their wives and family god bless you so much papa Oh, come on we can do better for the man of god our father wow wow hallelujah so they are saying afram thems are different sit down sit down sit we bless god for that amen um please is the food ready not yet in a few minutes okay papa um there, there are more questions here okay sir. go ahead all right um papa the bible says that we should abstain from sex before marriage but what if you get married and at your honeymoon you realize your husband's sexual organ is very small Allow, allow, allow. <laughs> hey! See you tomorrow. Now the matter chop hot. Oh, please, I have not finished. Uh, Please let me take it again. But before you continue, yourself, how did he know it's small? No, Papa, it's 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 a question. It's he a said, question. Okay, he said, go Papa, ahead. the Bible says that we should abstain from sex before marriage. But what if you get married and at your honeymoon you realize your husband's sexual organ is as small as a three-year-old boy? Go ahead. Let's what finish. would you do? I think Pastor Albert has an answer for that. Okay, let's let's listen to Pastor Albert. Brother, I'm asking I'm asking the person two questions. Is it working or not? Okay. 
So tell the person to answer us. We are asking also two questions. Is it working or not? But I don't think the person has gone there yet. Yes, he's yes. Because look I'll, at the psychology of the, the person. The psychology is that. You see, this thing, that is why a lot of people fight this thing about uh, stay away uh, until. Because people believe that. Why don't you test and see whatever is happening? But you see, that is not my idea. That is God's idea. When I'm talking and we're talking, it's a sign of indiscipline. So keep quiet. Hallelujah. What I think is that. Also, from the way he's playing, I don't think it's normal. Because I don't know his explanation. By the time you are grown and your organ is like at three years old, then it needs some medical attention. The girl should have known. How would you know? Um, whilst you were courting, you hug him sometimes, and sometimes uh, you feel you, uh, you know, Papa. I don't think so. So, if I, I don't think that is a means for you to know, I mean, now watch this. What I think that you have to do is a one. Let me answer the question so that we don't deviate. One, it is not allowed from the Bible to know a man before you marry, amen. Number two. I've also heard somebody said it's not the size of the organ. Yeah. I heard a man of God said it's not the size. Because if you don't love a man, they will give you timber. There is nothing. Are you getting it? It's not the size. I don't know. Nobody can edit what God has made. It's not. You see, that's why I said I want to get women here. I was talking to a medical doctor and he told me something that struck me. Several men has come to hospital dead as a result of sexual act. And some of them too, they've getting into something like drinking all kinds of things to increase their manhood that has affected them. And the doctor says something about this pressure on young people to try to please girls yes, by trying to get a strong manhood yes, or increasing the size. Now, he says something that probably, uh, excuse my language, said that, Papa, instead of them forcing the guys to increase, why don't they shrink their thing? Because he said, I'm a medical doctor where I work. So many guys are dying. So some of the complications, they come, we ask them, why did you get this? They say, we are, I was taking something just to increase the size, has affected their organs and stuff like that. So you see, there's a lot of attack in the area of the sexual side. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And I said, we can't sit here and talk about that. Because this is one of the extreme questions. But the point is that I have not done any study of man who, but I believe that God created every man. And whatever God gave to the man, that is what he has. And that is what is available for you. Now watch this. Watch this. Let me show you something. If 
uh, including marry this guy as a virgin. So check the question very well. If he married this guy as a virgin, eh, this guy has never seen a man before. She is a virgin. She marries at the age of 28, 25, 22, 30. She doesn't know any man. Let me show you the disadvantage of whining around that to your land on somebody. It's at his own disadvantage. So all the doubts are not there for our benefit. God forbid, but assuming in Kunim, one of his former boyfriend is, you sit down first. It's, uh, one of his former first boyfriend is um, Afram. Second one, Elijah. Third one, Jesus Christ. Fourth one, Look at the height equation and the size. Then family finally come to marry this one. You have a lot of things to deal with. Mm. And I'm telling you, those who marry as virgins, sometimes they have some advantage. Sit down, my man. Wow, shepherd, your queen. No, you know, I've not finished with you. So this girl, when he married this guy, he has a lot of things to deal with. But assuming he's a virgin and he married, he doesn't know size 10, size 88, and size 1200. He doesn't know those size. So you see, the wisdom of God, the things God said, don't do. God knows how it will sustain you in the future. That is another dimension we don't want to, we won't go now. Maybe we'll go another time. Because the vital messages I have to teach you, I have not taught all of them. So watch this. The point I'm trying to make is that, Amen. There is a grace in the kingdom that covers. You must enjoy. The people can marry first and marry again, and the thing is very stable. Hallelujah. But if you don't, get, that is this is where prayer, fasting, getting to the grace, take some things out of your past. Because there are people here; they have a certain past. Before they, but now the grace has watched is that they can't even remember how the past looked like. It's there. You can't come into it and become carnal. So, if he's talking about the size of a three years boy, if the man is uh, 30, that one it cannot be normal. That means uh, between three years to 30, that he didn't grow. I don't know what it is. But sometimes people ask all kinds of things when they are sitting in their room. But what I'm trying to tell you is that. Whatever is provided, I have never had a doctor do a surgery and increase his size. I've never had it. It's not something you can do anything about it. Amen. That's what it is. And that's what God gave to them. And you have to take it. And somebody said that. It has nothing to do with the size. It is the heart and the scale. The scale. Are you getting the point? yeah so let's get out of that but like because one of the problem that one of the, the the major problems in marriage is sex but they don't talk about it so we are not going there amen what it is is that any sexual act before marriage is dangerous that's it seller seller thank you sir all right all right papa uh, another question here um are there any boundaries mm. 
when it comes to sexual intimacy with your husband meaning that many of us christians have this mindset that performing certain illicit sexual styles in the marital bed is a taboo and can result in a guilty conscience in the mind and so daddy please can a couple enjoy sexual freedom within their marriage without putting up any boundaries what are the boundaries i didn't get the question well i'm not really getting the question i don't want to answer a question that i'm not getting well okay when we say boundaries, you start the question again let's break right. it down are there any boundaries when it comes to sexual intimacy when we say boundaries what does it mean so somebody help me no go areas that means that they should write from the question that those couple has made some regulations yeah. they've made some restrictions the husband does it i wish i have the book every woman here um no the the the, the modern marriage if you go and read bishop dark books about the modern marriage she gave different styles in yeah. the book about that is that what they are trying to talk about yes sir so um uh, this one they are talking about is um uh, the one that the woman always watch silly uh -huh. okay so i think maybe um, um before maybe the one pa uh, partner got born again i mean he or she exploited very well mm. and now that she's born again she wants to find out if i mean the things i was practicing in the world can i bring it in can i bring it in my marriage and my consciences i mean also it's very sensitive it depends on who you marry okay in the context of the african culture normally it's the men that must take the initiative because when the woman starts a man can accuse you that you are a bad girl yes sir am i telling the truth yes. and so because of that most of them know the scale they are ninjas <laughs> they can fly but they decide that they don't have a feather am i am i teaching yes sir so what do you ask uh, it depends on the husband but let's see don't make your sexual life bored to not help qualitative sexual life can bring a very solid marriage however there is a lot of religious men in the church this is i'm preaching there can be somebody listening to me who is an adulterer but when you start talking about this he pretend to be holy because teaching this thing does not make you think that i'm not a spiritual man this thing is based on heavy duty spirituality most of the attitudes people show is a demonstration of religiosity and the most dangerous people you ever deal with in life are people who are spiritual who are religious but are not spiritual so when people are religious and they are not spiritual they tend to judge anything that even they are guilty of so a religious man 
will come to church and walk two, milli two millimeters per minute and pretend to be holy, but he has a girlfriend somewhere outside his wife. Contrary. The reason we are teaching this thing is that we want to give, if God give us grace to marry, we want to give our spouses the best of us. Amen. Make it work. There are some of us here in our age, we wish we know this when we are young. Some of you here are young, and God bless you. What a blessing to know things like this. Listen, we pray that you put them into practice. At the point I'm trying to make answering, Pastor, uh, this thing question is that it depends on the partner. If you go and it's a sensitive thing. If you go and show something, it can spark something. You're a bad girl. Steady the atmosphere very well. Check the temperament of you. Because some of you are married very religious men who are not spiritual. And they try to pretend to be something. Amen. So that's it. Yeah, go ahead. Have you finished? Also? Yes, Papa. So um, thank you so much. This is the final question online because the food is ready. Okay. So, how do you work out the challenges in your marriage if only one of you has availed themselves for counseling and teachings like this? I didn't get that. Watch this. When we go to eat, uh, whilst we are eating, uh, maybe we'll take one or two very complicated questions. But say that again. How do you... Okay. So I think she's having challenges... Um, in her marriage but the husband is not availing himself for teachings like what you are doing and then counseling so she's asking how she can go about it it's very simple very very simple you see the reason why he's trying to force the husband to come and listen is that he's trying to push some responsibility of them if this mind change every to be better she must start the change yes sir yes sir never try to push the responsibility on another partner mm. any change you want from your partner you start it first it's called leadership by example so he's now insult you you don't talk mm -hmm. he now does this you so when you change you will naturally hit burning quest on him to change wow. wow and if you throw the change on him it will never happen wow. yes daddy yes okay yes mommy uh, I wanted to comment a little bit on the last but one question. Okay. Because of the online audience and mm. because uh, some of them, their spiritual maturity may not be up there. Mm -hmm. When these people are talking about boundaries, they are talking about some wild things. Wow. And I know from some of my friends in America and the rest, mm -hmm. they are into fetishes and uh, bounding your husband with chains and chain. They do all kinds of very very crazy oh, really? things. Some, some really, really they, well they, they told me that it just <laughs> pediatric matter. Wow. So when they are asking that, can they? What are the boundaries? Their imaginations may not be what we are considering here. And wow. I'm, I'm glad you said the question is sensitive, mm. because some of the audience listening, they are into some crazy, crazy, crazy things, uh, wow. orgies and all kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, so yeah, please, yeah. because of the online audience, I think that question is very sensitive. But how does that help their sexual things when they go into those kind of 
Unji and that. They think that I can bring some. Some people are into those things. And wow. to them, those are the height of excitement they get to. So if wow. a person like this become born again and wants to bring those weird, weird, weird things to a Christian brother or a Christian sister, it can really be a problem. Wow. Uh -huh. That's a good one. Thank you very much. That's good to know. So, you remember I said it. At a point, I realized that it's a little bit sensitive for me to go into it because... Like I said, something because I'm on air, I have restricted myself on a lot of things. Yeah. But even this one, I think the best has come out. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Please. As, as one pastor is supposed to be here with. Uh, I think also for coming, you are confused. Yes, go ahead. Buddy, thank you so much for your teachings and everything. Uh, may God continue to bless you. Uh, my question is uh, yesterday you were talking about. Uh, hiding our past you didn't go deep you just say something about it and uh, and my question Did I say is hide your past no hiding one our partners hiding the past from each okay, other or okay. something. yeah and i want to know is it a good habit of you going to a relationship and you hiding your past uh and also like those who are in a relationship already uh people that fight each other because of their past what they told him oh yeah you told me you did this you did this you did this and whenever there is a fight he tried to raise it up is it helping how can we just uh, stop these things yeah. so there are two things yeah. I think the first one if I get it right it has to do with uh, is it good for you to tell uh, it's because listen one I don't think you have to propose to a girl. The moment you sit down, you take a pen and paper. Tell me what you have done. <laughs> then they start, no. That's what it is. I mean, maturity does not even let you go there. Are you getting it? But there are sensitive things like I also, if you remember, I said that there are, I know women who were not virgins. But in order to please the guys, they told them they are virgins. I even know a case. The guy has one son, but he didn't tell the guy. And he make it look like he has never given birth. These are the sensitive things. But everybody has a past. The only way you can judge me is that maybe your past is a little bit better than me. But everybody has a past. You may not be committing adultery or something. For instance, they are women. Eh? Their past is not that they have never slept with a man. But they have been lesbians. They've used vibrators. They've used compat compatible uh, poker vibrator everything but you see <laughs> the only thing is that they've never had an affair with a man which they've put it but they've done things for instance recently i did a little study and i realized that if you have an affair with a woman and you want to see blood before you confirm that he's a virgin it cannot work because a little study showed that as women clean themselves application of their hand can destroy those hermes as they go to hospital and gynecologists examine them things that they do so that might not necessarily be the sign you need i did a little study about those things then i realized that okay because i know a story where a guy slept with a girl and the guy said that you lied to me you are not a virgin because i didn't see any blood because that's what they told him and the girl to emphatically say, I don't know any man. I've never had any affair with any man. 
So then why didn't you bleed? Then we have to do a little, so I have to do a little research. After the case came and the girl vowed to me, said, Papa, I can't lie to you. He said, I don't know why it happened, but I don't know. And the, the, the medical doctor was explaining processes that might necessarily not, that might necessarily lead you to the fact that the lady might not bleed because something has happened somewhere. But sec your second question is that most of the things you are talking about, when you did this, when you did this, and that, it all starts with the foundation. When you see a lot of marriages with the reference to the past, they probably have sex before marriage. You see the way they are quiet. But those who marry genuinely and with love, they don't really emphasize on those things. Because what are you going to do about it? If he has three boyfriends and now he has become born again and you are using that, eh, you, you told me that you have boyfriend. What is he really going to do? Is he maturity? I don't even know how to explain those things to you. And most two, number two, is the brother Ojes who do those things. A lot of brothers in church who are super spiritual, they disturb a lot of women. And they are also the one that women go for. Because they use that spirituality eh, to come to the place. I have seen another foolishness in the church. There are guys in the church who are broken other women's virginity. And they came to church, they want a virgin to marry. True or false? So when they propose, the first thing they ask you, are you a virgin? If you say no, they say no, God told me to. <laughs> anyway. There's another thing too I'm studying that is surprising me now. I don't, I wonder whether some of the girls, the guys in the church, really are matured enough and they have that kind of sensitivity. That and the feeling that you are attracted towards a girl and you love her, you want to marry her. The reason is because most of them can propose to two girls. Because me, when I saw mommy, I love her. Whatever we call it at that time. And you see, I told her I will marry her. Immediately she agreed, we became friends after about three, four months. I took her to go and greet my spiritual father. And I told her, Papa, I've seen this girl in church. Papa said, Oh, it's, it's fine. Amen. Now, I also tell you my story that mommy was not the one I was going to marry. I had another lady. She's from Volta region. Because I did my ministry there a lot. I was going to marry her. We were courting. And then they rose up with tribalism against me that none of their family has married anybody outside that tribe. And it became so serious because I was a brother of prayer. So I thought I could pray through it. But one day, the lady said, the mother naked, they said, if you marry me, he's a curse. He's a curse lady. The thing came to Pastor Robert. If you remember, he came to my 50th birthday, he mentioned it. Papa mentioned that thing. So the thing came to me and I told Papa that I'll pray through it. He said, you are not going to pray through anything. And Papa told me that if you marry this girl, you are going to have warfare all your life. Because the action the mother has done is dangerous. Stay away from her. Say completely. Then, after that, even this thing idea about marriage got out of my eyes. I didn't until after one year. Uh, 
But you see, my own was not a laugh because we were, our style was very spiritual, very different. And uh, we were like friends, hallelujah. And then I wanted to marry her. I, I don't even, I have not seen her for almost 25 years. After that, after the, that thing didn't work, I have not seen her again in my life. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I almost mentioned her name. And then the thing didn't work. But we were just friends. It didn't affect me. She said that I affected. She cried, cried, cried about me. I said, my old man said this. So, Papa told me, no, it's not now. You are not going there. You just have to pray. Because this thing, and he told me, he said, listen, you don't want to go into marriage and all the prayer you have to pray for your ministry and the work you are just praying to deal with all kinds of witchcraft activities and all that. So stay away. Yeah. And then by the grace of God, mommy came in. But hear this. Now I know that knowing her, the first one temperament, I don't think could have handled my ministry now. So maybe there's a hand of God in it. So some things happen to you and God knows where you are going. So you just orchestrate those things. So everybody has some past and some that. And that is why it's important that you don't get involved with all this sexual so tie. So that when the relationship breaks, then you are tied. I'm going to have issue. This thing just we walk out. Everybody's fine. I don't know. You don't know me. We just we are friends. But Zoom is a what do for you have for and as I say no. As I see you are banned, but you know as I say no be renew the friends and the the lease and all kinds of things. The Lord deliver you from. Yes, mommy, go ahead. Thank You'll be you. the last per question. Okay. Thank you, Daddy. Mm -hmm. um, please, this issue about sex mm -hmm. is very complicated. When I heard about that question about the certain boundaries, this question came in mind. What of if you have a partner and instead of having sex the normal way, you want to have it through the back? Yes. What do you do about that? Because I once a friend sent me an audio about a woman who said that the husband is an elder in a church. And always this woman is demanding to have, uh, the man was always demanding to have sex at the back, through the back. And it came to a time, she works at the bank. It came to a time she cannot even sit down because her anus is like, is destroyed. So with issues like this, as a woman, what do you do? Honestly. Honestly, it's very sensitive to answer. And I don't think I have an answer for it. Because the only way I can say it, and everybody online will not agree with me, is that I think it's demonic. In my estimation and judgment. Because nobody enters as it. If I want to answer you sincerely from the Bible, to all come back to the foundation. Foundation. Because where did you meet him? How did you go marriage? 
You see, the reason we are teaching all these things is that if any of them listening to me here tomorrow, I see her, God forbid, she's crying into marriage. He has ignored the things I taught. Because some of them will still listen to me, but they still go out with guys outside the presence. Is there? Now, Daddy, initially it didn't start like that. Mm -hmm. The initial marriage, it wasn't like that. So along the line, that the man started demanding for. What happened there? Because that's what I'm saying at the foundation, like prayer. The last point I gave it to you, the church you go, the things you listen to, the prayer. I'll be surprised that all these people sitting in portals fasting 70 days listen to the word and bringing men of god to preach getting mantles getting garments then you want to go through an exit it will be difficult there's some atmosphere you connect you see not everybody will be a portrayal but if god connects you to this family and you decide to stay here there are things you learn people are here their holiness life has improved so much they have become more holy some are here they become very prayerful. Some are here. They've learned how to fast. Some are part of this. I mean, now they are even learning how to marry better. Yes, Somebody just gave a comment. I now understand why all the men around you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It means that he has made observation from different places. And he has come to the conclusion. Because let me tell you something. This thing I'm preaching. The joy and the responsibility is not even the words I'm saying. Eh? I must live a life that will make the words become impactful. What it is. Because you communicate spirit than words. If I'm teaching these things and my home is broken, nothing will work for anybody. Yes, sir. God bless you. So there's a certain authority I'm preaching. It's not just a word. We communicate spirit. So, whilst I'm sitting here, I must make sure that my wife is a happy woman. I am stabilizing my home. By the grace of God, then it can have impact on other people because it does not work for you. And you are preaching it thinking it will work for somebody, you are deceiving yourself. So then, how did it happen when you start? No, if you start your husband, you don't go to a good church, you don't pray the kind of prayer you have to pray, you don't hear the right word, then expect those things. It will happen. So it's not enough. What atmosphere do you live in? I make a point, but I didn't run the commentary yes are you in the church because your grandfather started it do you grow there what did you get there are you going to raise your children in the same environment without hearing some things no and so it all depends because life is not a matter of because your man everything is going to work i told you your arch enemy for marriage is the devil so what can he do to make sure he destabilizes your home it's not just the attack is not just emotionally your husband going at your back by the emotional torture now you can't even sit down your health is attacked your emotions are attacked your spirituality is attacked this thing is holistic Thank you. Ah, god richly bless you god bless you for listening i hope you enjoyed the message 
For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center P.O. Box GP21421 Accra. Telephone plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location Plot 16 Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.